fuck you, saucy. <laughs> as soon as I bring up the video, he says that. Oh, I mean, hi. Oh, wow. That's a great way to start this podcast. What's up, everybody? This is level 101. <laughs> wow. That intro sucked. How about we clean that up in post now? And now it's time for a very special Achievement Hunting 101. Level 101, live in front of our Twitch audience, we have Waka Pale, the Swedish connoisseur of crazy out-of-the-box beer. The guy that will give a sarcastic office gif in response to anything, no matter the context or situation, Rocker Dude. The dude who through sheer will of his love of games forced the entire Discord to play Metroidvanias for an entire year. Koosh Moose. The scotch drinking, pumpkin spice eating, 50-50 retired gamer score millionaire, X the Hero. The one who could be doing literally anything else on her birthday, but decided to record with us. Matron. The man with the best achievement hunting rendition of the Pokemon and DuckTales theme song, Big L. Ufu Cuddly Poof, the normal host. The possum lover that can't wear shirts with sleeves because the number of gamer score gains tears them. Elroy. OMJ. The Nebraskan that has references for days, even if no one in the room understands them. Vulgar. Black. And a special returning voice, one of our original crew, the man with the most contagious laugh, the mightiest <laughs> of all fruit, Mighty Mango. Enjoy the show. All right. But yes, this is the special level 101 episode. Everybody is here. Unfortunately, we're going to try to have Mighty Mango in here, if you, uh, which you saw in the video. But unfortunately, he had to leave because technical difficulties. But without further ado, let's get the show on the road. So to kick it off, how's everyone's week been? L, have you? what have you been up to? I've been here trying to play this great podcast, and you messed it up, foof. How do, I didn't mess it up. Corey messed it up. Oh, um, it was uh, uh, Waka. Waka messed it up. Don't you, don't you yell at him? Yeah, that's, I do that sometimes. See, he admits it. <laughs> it's okay, Waka. I forgive you, man. I've been having a great week playing a lot of uh, crappy rat games. That sounds like a hell of a week. I know. Only Elroy thinks that's a good week. <laughs> <laughs> Especially after a couple yeah. of months that he's had to actually play good games and not his good Shoot, games. Man. Yeah, it is. Uh, I wish I had a bunch of rats to play. 
No, you don't. It's, Braggart, it's, uh, it's not a good time. <laughs> yeah. RPG Dave is asking if I'm holding the mic in my hand. Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> yeah, see, what? we all have fancy boom mics or, you know, the mics actually come with stand stands, and he likes to hold it. I mean... I definitely like to hold it. I'm holding mine, too. Microphone, yeah. that is. Hypothetically, which uh, channel was that message relayed in for those of us that, you know, just curious? <laughs> Telepathically. <laughs> it's in the Twitch Broadcast chat. Broadcast mind. Broadcast, okay. And for you those of us who don't know what Twitch chat is. Is that something you have to subscribe or opt in? <laughs> don't, don't, Does Elroy really even know it, what a Twitch is? Elroy, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, let's let's talk about the games that we've been playing this week. We started real strong. El mentioned Radalikas, and we got distracted. Oh, I got really excited, and then he just I know. puzzled on that. Man. Which ones, man? I, I'm yeah, sorry. Elroy, I played a lot of uh, visual novels. Uh, oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. There was the one with the syrup and the sweet and the strawberry and the blind man, and I don't know. There's like a joke in there somewhere. Yeah. There the, How the much of the story one. did you actually read? Um, uh, um, I started reading the story in all of them, and then my hand kept slipping and hitting the right bumper, and it that's, was just I understand <laughs> that's unfortunate though. <laughs> that's the right like, way to play. It happens to all of us. I don't know. Monsters. I think it said I, I kept it said Skype on the screen, so I was hitting Skype, and then all the dialogue would just go really fast. And there you go. That was like four thousand easy gamer score. Because we play for achievements, not for fun over here. An achievement hunting 101. Yeah, that's how that works. <laughs> that's what I always say. Uh-huh. Sure it is. Yeah, is it? Yeah, got... I thought you I thought you played for fun and not for yeah. achievements. I did play a fun rat, Duck Souls Plus. Oh, no, that's and, a good game, man. Yeah, I remember we talked about it. And now I played it. It's good. Yeah. What did you think of the surprise ending on that one, man? It, it was a surprise. It was a yeah. surprise. There was, there was a lot of Easter eggs in that game that probably only I noticed. Each stage opened up with a little signpost, and it had a little reference to another game. Yeah, I know that's news to you, Roy. Your eyes are lighting up. <laughs> yeah. Good times. There was one episode that had some portals that you go in and in and out of, and it was called uh, "Still Alive." That level. So yeah, little 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 Easter eggs like that. I like Portal. See, now that's an actual good game. It is you, a good game. Portal you managed to play that. That's like Portal back in the day. I yeah, played in years at this point. Yeah. All right, Foof. What have you been playing? Well, one game that I have been playing, and this feels appropriate to say this since you and Michelle is here to talk about this with. I played Halo. We played Halo Reach Thursday night. Well, uh oh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. If only uh -oh Prue was right. here to share in, in with this experience. Well, so, well Prue is in the in the Twitch stream, so if he has anything to contribute, that, we'll make yeah. sure to. That to read aloud so. his contributions. So we're trying to go for all the achievements in the Halo Master Chief collection, and we're working on Halo Reach, and the one achievement we really are trying to get to is the complete the game on Legendary in under three hours. <laughs> eh, it's not too bad. It's very doable. You know, We're all capable of doing this. We're all decent at Halo. Well, we go through. We, we do it in under three hours. Bleep, 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 bleep. Wait, that was only three bloop bloops. Yeah, it didn't work for me. One of my levels, the time didn't get uh, didn't work properly, so we had to go back and redo the one level. 
No big deal. It's the first level. We can do it. We can do it. Well, we're sitting there. We're running through a level. We have it. We have it on time. And then all of a sudden, you know, Prue, Michelle, and myself, we die. It's legendary grenades, whatever. So it's like, okay, well, all we got to do is just spawn real quick and we'll continue to level. No. Somebody who's in this chat that we play with, I won't let them be unnamed for right now, decided, you know, let's not join in the fight. Let's sit back and randomly scroll around on, on the internet. So now the three of us literally have to spawn at the beginning while all the vehicles are at the are all the way at the end of the level. Yeah, so we go through, we finally beat the level, and I go to check, see what my time is. It was like you could, I don't think L could have planned this any better. Like I said, you needed to do this in under three hours. My time, and I wanted, I, I screenshot and sent that to him because I didn't even want to, I didn't even want to tell him. I just want to see it. I had it, I completed a game at three hours and one freaking second. I missed the time the achievement by two seconds. <laughs> We've been playing the game for hours over the past few weeks of trying to get this achievement, and I missed it by two seconds because L wouldn't move. <laughs> you want to know why our Borderlands took so long? <laughs> <laughs> this is why. But, but, but. It was it was the kind of thing like I'm laughing while reading this because it's like this is so quintessential boosting and playing games of hell that it's like I just it was amazing it was so frustrating and amazing amazing at the right. same time the fact that we missed the time not because of like a lack of skill thing but because L was standing still at the beginning of the level is really what sort of exemplifies it's this. not my fault. Wait, none I mean, of it's it my fault. I mean, pretty much like your fault. I mean, it was, but Bungie and three four three and and Microsoft, Bill Gates, uh, oh, it was, Bill it, Spencer, oh, Spencer's gift. And and Alex yeah, R. Davies is saying in the chat, uh, asking whether or not you have the three hour achievement now. No, uh, no, he doesn't need yeah. it. No, no, because when we, we ended, will get it was him over that line. Uh, L owes him that much, and maybe L can best make it up to him by just not showing up next Thursday. Oh, <laughs> we will get it done. Don't worry, I don't have it yet, so you can just carry me through it. That would be great. <laughs> I'll help you, Waka. Yeah, Waka. Would well, you I can take spot. I'm good at spawning. Yeah, so I'm not sure our times will match up. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> what are you drinking? What are you drinking, Volger? Is that like a canteen, like Ooh. Canteen Boy? It's yeah, like a Canteen Boy. Half, messing out. half gallon of water. I try to drink oh. a half gallon of water every day. Stay hydrated, Mister Hydrated over here. You have a piss bucket. You ain't wrong about that, <laughs> dude. It's like a hundred and seven. You're supposed to drink a Monster or some other energy drink. Monster's the best. <clears throat> you fishing for a sponsorship? Oh my god, if we could get a monster sponsorship, <laughs> I would be ecstatic. It would make all this your work. Your, your kidneys wouldn't be. <laughs> I've got two, I think. I'm not I'm not I, I I'm not a doctor You or, think? I, I do I don't know. I'm not Did good. you wake up in a bathtub full of ice? <laughs> yeah, you're not sure about this? I am by no means a medical professional. I'm pretty sure there's two or at least a normal person is supposed to have two. I could be wrong. I don't that know. is accurate, yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a doctor, but I've seen one on TV. I'm pretty sure you have two kidneys. <laughs> okay, good. Now I said the right number. <laughs> what are you supposed to have two of? Kidneys. Oh, all right. <laughs> Michelle, how was your week? <laughs> I, I don't 
I mean, I was there for that story. Um, so, Besides that. <laughs> so this has been a crazy month. As many of you know, we have a lot of contests that go on in our community, which is amazing, but also terrifying when you see and feel what it makes you do to remain competitive. So I played a lot of not great games this month. Um, and <laughs> the biggest takeaway I had was I'm not sure whether I liked visual novels less. No offense, X, they're just not my bags. I'm not reading them. And that's that how they call the visual man. novel. No, I'm it not calling the visual novel. <laughs> I use the skips. Um, it's the great easy one case. And I, but I don't know if I like those less or the state save games, like all those uh, Double Dragon and, and River City Ransom, the Niketsu games that came out, because those games fool you into thinking they shouldn't be that hard. And then you spend like three hours banging your head against the wall because these games are built to make you die all the time. There's literally no way someone in 1980 or 90, whatever, actually ever finished any of those games legitimately without being some like superhuman level of dexterity in their fingers. I don't get it. Well, so it's been a, I'm sorry. I was about to say, hey, L, did you ever beat those? But then you said superhuman levels. I'm like, oh, never mind. Nah. <laughs> no, I beat Double Dragon 2. So I said, if I could do it, any of my friends can do it. <laughs> the guy with the purple shirt didn't even try hard. He, he uninstalled the game on the, after the first level. After the sixth no. level that involved jumping. The purple shirt. I Which part? Yeah. The, uh, that, that sixth level the, was hard. Elroy and I had a whole uh, dialogue going about this game. <laughs> He's like, yeah. why, is this, why is this a platformer? Oh, yeah, man. Y'all? That's what he was saying to me in the Discord. He's like, why is this a platformer? Well, you know, you have a wonderful beat-em-up, and then, you know, let's just add a bunch of platforms to it. That makes sense. Why not? Well, I mean, it, if you haven't played Double Dragon 2 or Double Dragon 1, uh, you have to press both the A and B button simultaneously to jump. And imagine wow. doing that with Mega Man 2 block puzzle stuff. Wait, 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 wait. Did you seem to dump the A and X, I hope? Wait. Yeah, you have to remap the controller on that. Oh. Well, I, a, and, a and B is just mapped to right bumper if you just hit Yeah, RB. I just yeah. used right oh, bumper what? the whole time. No. Oh, yeah, man, I was making that, that way harder on myself. That was it. <laughs> I mean, you, you, well, you, now yeah. I got to go reinstall it. I. Uh, <laughs> 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 Why, you couldn't hit two buttons at once? <laughs> I, I didn't Not even that know often. Hitting two buttons at once was the option. I just used right bumper the whole time. Oh, wow. Um, that said, very quickly, that was my gaming wrap-up because I'm not going to go into all the other stuff I played, but a couple people mentioned in the chat that's running right now, Gems of War, since Kenny didn't mention Gems of War. So I just wanted to mention Gems of War to satisfy those individuals. Congratulations to everyone in the guild who got that guild achievement this that week. That was so you awesome to be able awesome. to get that. I don't know why I didn't think of, of saying that. Yeah, that is awesome. That is a great achievement to get. And speaking so of Gems of case, War, there'll be a Gems of War stream this Friday. Shameless plug. <laughs> And just in case people aren't aware, Gems of War has one achievement that involves all the people in the guild contributing 15 million gold across everyone. And Death Dealers jumped into our Gems chat on the Discord and was like, I'm going to get all that money by myself. And we believed her, but we didn't want her to actually do that. So everyone showed up, everyone contributed, and we got it done this week. So if you're in the guild, remember to log in and get your achievement if you don't have it yet um and again it's been awesome to see that guild grow that's been one of my favorite things going on in the community over or, the past few months or if you have interest in gems of war or you've started already or and you need that achievement i think there's like four spots open right now you can yes. jump in and get a free achievement yep Ooh. just ping us and let us know and we will get you in the guild yep 
then you'd have uh, gyms on your tag and nobody wants that. Oh, lots of us want that. Oh, you're missing out. I'm with you there, Elroy. I'll just miss out. I'll miss out. Well, we all okay. know you I'm... don't like good games, Elroy. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to miss out on all these Radalika games next month. <laughs> I'm so ready. <laughs> X, how, what have you been up to, Mr. Well, before, I, before I do that, quick sidebar. Um, one time, Kelsey tried to surprise me after school by uh, we were just starting the Gears of War franchise. So she was going to surprise me and have Gears of War Ultimate Edition ready to go on the TV as soon as I walked in the door. <laughs> she didn't know the Ultimate Edition was part of the title, so I had my connect. So she's just like, Xbox, start Gears of War. And then it started Gems of War. So that it has been on my TV and on my <laughs> tag. But I've never actually played it. <laughs> I'm sorry but, for uh, your loss. You're right. Yeah, no, I, I was able to delete it. I was able to clear it, but the damage was kind <laughs> yeah. of done. They should, yeah. they should do like a <laughs> combine the two somehow. Like if you could gems be Marcus and Gems of War, I might actually like, yeah, play it. Yeah. All right. So, anyway, uh, <laughs> I played Life is Strange 2 this week, and I know a bunch of us were talking about it in the Discord. And oh boy, it seems weird. like people did not like it as much as the first one or, you know, people like Elroy <laughs> did not like it just as much as they didn't like the first one. I liked it. How do you like it less than the first one? <laughs> I really liked the first one, Max. I connected with her on a deep level because I also time travel, you know. But, <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I like this one. I thought um, Sean and Daniel... They had a good back and forth. Some people were like, oh, Daniel was so annoying. Like, he's a nine-year-old kid. His dad just died, and he has, like, powers, and he's in the woods. Of course he's going to be annoying. You got to get into the characters, man. He was he was super annoying <laughs> and still is. Thank you for the sub, Chip, but you still suck. <laughs> I don't know. No, I liked it. Um, Kelsey and I sort of played it side by side. I was playing, and then she's like, oh, what choice are you going to make? And then... Pretty much unanimously, we would have made different choices. So she had to suffer through watching my version of the playthrough, and none of it was what she wanted. But we had a good time. And That's then okay, I time. just want to say, everybody lived at the end. Nobody died. So spoilers, <laughs> people who got the bad ending. Spoilers. <laughs> I would have ah. found a way. I would kill them all, man. <laughs> That's the character I related to. Oh man. So, but that's all I got. I'm keeping things short and sweet. Life is strange too. That's what I played this week. Wow, that's weird. Life is strange. Keeping it short and sweet. Uh, Elroy, you've been sitting here list having to listen to us talk about good games. Why don't you tell us about the <laughs> oh, bad man. games that you think are good games that you've been playing? <laughs> uh, I think the uh, the chat is on my side on uh, on Gears of War. I heard Pyramid Scheme and uh, a few other things, and uh, <laughs> they are correct. That is a great description. Um, Except life... for it's Gems of War, that's the Pyramid Scheme. To be clear, Gears of War <laughs> is a fantastic third person shooter that, that sort of thing you should play. Oh man, I was referred to the <laughs> Bros of War just Bros to avoid the confusion. Who wants toast? So Bros, uh, Bros of War. Is definitely more your speed anyway <laughs> yeah man that's for uh, sure like that. so was it ever made public elroy that your text ringtone is who wants toast um is it really all right here you is go is that what that sound bite is really? Send me a text. all right I'll, I'll text you it'll pop up whatever all right uh, so um i uh i played a lot of microphone oh yeah. is <laughs> text is sent uh, <laughs> it's gonna take a second. We uh, have uh, uh, <laughs> 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 a 
<laughs> okay, now I just need to randomly text Elroy as this show goes <laughs> on. It, and see I'll leave it on. I'll just leave it, uh, <laughs> leave every, it on. I'll every time on we it. hear that ringtone, a giveaway will start. <laughs> I feel like I need to I need to tell this story for Elroy. I randomly was texting him uh, when he was in school. He's like, well, my entire faculty just heard, who wants toast? Yeah, I was, I was on a Zoom call for a faculty meeting. And I forgot my phone was on loud and uh, X... Uh, gave up they everyone's wondering who what the hell was that but uh yeah that is the most uh, you know, thing yeah <laughs> and so i played a lot of uh nekasaku uh dodgeball club something or another um uh, and i'm proud to say that yeah. when the list populates tonight that there will be a new number one champion in dodgeball in the world yeah yeah nice. yeah so until someone you know not you know i don't know redemption probably will do it because he has a bunch of games i can't access uh uh i was hoping that mango would stick around because he had a couple dodgeball games on his tag i was trying to try sweet talking to him let me play somehow but uh there was like a couple of old xbox arcade i'm willing to play the xbox arcade dodgeball games if i can get access really Who are you he wow. really wants that. I, want to, to do that. I is... want to defend my dodgeball title. So, uh, but yeah, that was great. It was like the uh, Japanese version of Super Dodgeball, which I played earlier, and I really love that. And um, so it was awesome to get to play it one more time. The most challenging part of the game was trying to figure out who Kuji was because you have to beat the uh, sub game using Kuji. And uh, as you might imagine, all the titles on the screen were in a in a uh, did not quite match uh, the alphabet kanji. They're called kanji. <laughs> well, there's a character called Kuji. <laughs> and uh, Kuji. Wait, you don't speak Japanese? Okay, well. Yeah, the alphabet's. Anyhow, anyway, well, well, I said you had to play as Kuji. Bring it for us, Michelle. I don't know. So anyway, I had to figure out who this character was, and there was nothing. I finally found it deep on something or another, and it said. Uh, he, he goes by Mike, and so I was selecting Steve, and Steve is not Kuji. Mike is Kuji, so that is what took me so long. Yeah, and so, oh, also, I beat Freak Out. I went back. I took one for the team and went completely right through that game again, even though it deleted all my save data and got the completion. I didn't turn that thing off until I had every achievement. I don't trust it. <laughs> <laughs> like a snake man <laughs> all right well kush you've been nice and quiet what have you been up to this week? <laughs> lots of typing lots of typing uh so i put a ton of time into Whoa. west of dead i know i talked about it previously but uh I, I gave you some bad info um i was telling you about uh where you fight outlaws and how you always get them well no outlaws are random and the numbers are messed up on the achievements descriptions so they say one five and yeah i lied to you but i'm now <laughs> fixing it i'm rewriting history that's what you do right you rewrite history when you're wrong um so <laughs> the uh, the achievement descriptions are wrong. They tell you, I think, 1, 10, and 20, uh, but they're really 1, 20, and 50. Uh, I believe it is. Or maybe it's 1, 10, and 50. Regardless. Uh, so if you're if you're going for those achievements and you realize, oh, man, I've, you know, I've killed so many outlaws and I don't have the achievement, well, just keep going. Uh, apparently, they will pop. Um, it does look like one of the achievements is bugged on both the Xbox and the PC version. Uh, it's for killing the, the preacher the second time. Uh, Cause I, I've seen people have gotten 
the third time, but they don't have the second time. And that's not how numbers work. So, um, so they should have already had that second one, but it uh, hasn't happened. I, I love that game. Uh, I'm having a ton of fun with it, even though it's, you know, it's got a little bit of stutter to it uh, coming out. Uh, then moved on to um, Fury Unleashed. I'm uh, going to be putting out a review for this one not too long, but uh, the short of it is it is a roguelite run and gun. Uh, it's not really marked as Bro? roguelite on TA just yet, but I'm going to submit something and, and I think, I think we can get that uh, amended. Uh, it has a very cool map system. Uh, it is basically a comic book come to life. Uh, so the map is the page of a comic book and every panel is a room. Uh, and they connect oh. differently because um, they just do. And um, you move through that. And basically you move from the top left to the bottom right. And you have to figure your way through that little mat ray, uh, rat maze to get to the end. Uh, as you're doing it, you'll you'll have all kinds of crazy stuff pop up. There will be chests with gear and you can swap out different gear slots. Uh, you know, weapons are completely different. They function differently. Some are rocket launches or machine guns or uh, all kinds of crazy stuff and um, armor as well. Uh, you get melee weapons and then you'll just out of the blue get challenges. Um, kill 10 people with this melee weapon before the end of the uh, the comic and you'll unlock this weapon. So things are just popping up all over the place. There's a ton of stuff to do. It's, it's really fast paced. It's really fun. The achievements kind of push you to get through books quickly. Uh, there's an achievement for getting through um, a chapter, which is basically one big map screen um, without taking any damage and you know, uh, without killing anybody and doing it under a certain amount of time. Uh, it looks like it's gonna be a hard completion, but it is a fun game and uh, I can't wait to get uh, a little bit more time with it and, and get more in depth. And then I'm just playing a ton of moving out on the PC and having a, uh, a lot of fun with that. Uh, the, the last couple achievements are a little grindy, but um, or it feels like the game's getting a little long in the tooth. But the furniture yeah. stealing simulator. <laughs> yes, I thought I thought the story was going one way. It didn't go that way. I thought, but uh, <laughs> it's a rat. Se- game, maybe the sequel. Maybe the sequel. Uh, will, will change <laughs> you didn't up. understand that. You didn't uh, <laughs> see the, that the ending coming. The king of rat yeah. games. Yeah. So uh, that's a great game. I really love it. It, it. it feels like it's getting a little bit long at the end. I've got about three or four levels left. Uh, and, and maybe they could have cut it off right then. I'd be real happy. But, um, but yep, just pushing through. Sweet. Yeah. Well, before we continue on, holy crap, thank you, everyone, for the subs. And thank you, Dinable, for the five gifted subs. Daggone, you guys are awesome. That is freaking, that is freaking amazing. I don't know what you did, Dinable, but... All kinds of followers. Freaking awesome, Dagon. If you're watching, <laughs> yeah, the alert box is going nuts right now. I don't think you guys yeah. can hear it, but like oh, every few seconds, following. I'm hearing some sort of noise. So this is awesome. thank you all so, yeah. so much for the support. Since we're giving out thanks, uh, just you know, we didn't shout it out at the top of the show, but uh, all the codes tonight that were given away, um, you know. Age 101, we're giving away $100 worth of codes, but we uh, have a lot of people that have donated things. We've got Carnage, who's donated a bunch of codes. We've got Sometimes You, who donated a bunch of codes. Uh, we've got Rattalika, who uh, donated yeah. some codes. Uh, we've got ID at Xbox, who donated some really choice codes. Um, oh, and then, boy, you know, like I said, we're giving away some, we're giving away some money codes too. So <laughs> thank you so much uh, to these, these companies, these publishers that, that, that helped us out. This is amazing. I hope you like it. 
Yeah, if keep an eye on chat. We'll be doing giveaways the whole time, and we'll probably wind up doing some giveaways in the Discord as well. We got a lot of stuff to give away, so we're, even right now we're still kind of figuring it out. But what were you laughing about before, Kenny? What was I laughing about? Uh, yeah, tell us. Oh, Brooke is just embarrassed of me. She's watching. Hi, babe. Now? She doesn't like the fact that I have my Infinity Gauntlet on. I don't know why. Oh, is that what was on you? Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, there we go. I got another mitt like that. Who wants toast? <laughs> 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 okay, <laughs> man. <laughs> Giveaway time. Hold- we heard toast. That's all. Uh, Chip. Uh, you just won that giveaway, and uh, since we uh, we I have think we got to re-roll. No, nah, no, no re-rolls tonight. Uh, but Chip. That was uh, a lot of stuff going, and we have so many codes. I'm just going to do another one right now. And that one goes to Kingsman. We'll figure out which one that one is. Uh, but it looks like it's my turn. <laughs> my turn. Yes, uh, go for it, Corey. Game played. Um, Ollie, Ollie Two XL Edition, a game that probably everybody here has seen and almost nobody has bought, even. Though it's been like two bucks. I think I did buy uh, this one. Is this part of the Bunny Lord pack? It is. This one is often on sale. It's often bundled for just like three bucks with another game. Yeah. Uh, but this one is, it, it's, it's, it's pretty scary for a completionist. I'll give you that. But it's actually a fun game. And so if you don't know what Ollie Ollie 2 is, it's like Ollie Ollie. The oh, first oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. If you don't know what that is, it's like pumped up BMX. And if it's not, you don't, oh. if you don't know what that is, then you really should play some indie games uh, because they're really good. So these games, the premise are you are playing a stage left to right. Uh, you got to get to the finish line uh, in one piece. You can't fall down or any crash or anything like that. And pumped up is bikes, obviously, and Ollie Ollie skateboard. And I'm sure there's a snowboarding one out there. Uh, but you want to get from point A to point B. Uh, as efficiently as you can in terms of combos, uh, which are flip tricks and uh, spins and grinds. And uh, in Ali Ali 2, there's now manuals to keep your combos going, Ooh. even on. But I played this game for Chewie's uh, Challenge Championship. We have a three month challenge right now between myself, Chewie, and Fufu for skateboarding games. And this one was brand new to me. Uh, I played the first one and the gamer score is pretty low. The second one, however, the, they even out the gamer score a little bit better. And I played pretty much one day, uh, not even the whole day, just on and off for one day. And I got almost half of the gamer score. And it's going, it's going to take some skill. It's going to take some time to get that completion. But it's it's been fun, and it's been a good learning process. And what you what you do on a level is... I said you had to get to the finish line, but there's objectives they give you. The top two objectives are always to get a certain score and to get a certain number in your combo and land it well enough. Uh, and then the last three are miscellaneous. They could be collect something, do a grind that's this long, do this many flip tricks, it's whatever. Uh, they can change. And once you get all of the stars in a level, you unlock the pro version of that level, which is basically the same thing, but you're going to do harder challenges. Speaking of have, harder, Corey, yes. hate to interrupt, but uh, look how many people are in the Twitch right now. Nice. 69. Good job, everybody. 
Nobody, I don't, I don't get it. Nobody come or nobody go. Wait a minute. Uh, come. Uh, yeah. Okay. As we were saying, Corey. So if you happen to get all the challenges done for both the the amateur version and the pro version of the level, you unlock rad mode, and you have to get through rad mode to basically get the completion. Rad mode is simply getting from the start to the finish, landing perfectly like every time. So yes, that is difficult to get to, but if you're good enough to beat every challenge in the game, the rad mode's really not going to be that hard. So. Really? Yeah, if you're not a completionist, I do recommend this game. It's very fun and it's very cheap. Very often, go play Ali Ali XL two or Ali Ali two XL edition, and you won't regret it. Nice. Right. Yeah. Vulgar, you have been sitting there very quiet as well. What have you been up Thanks. to? Thanks. <laughs> uh, so I have been. Uh, on what I would consider to be a death march, grinding out completions. Uh, but uh, the one that I've played that I did not end up completing, but I liked the most, was We Were Here Together. Uh, I think just about anybody, uh, the first We Were Here, that was uh, on Games with Gold uh, not too long ago, like six, seven months. Uh, time's lost all meaning for me. Ago. Just yeah, a lot of months ago. Like <laughs> before the dark times, you know? Uh, but... Mm. You work with another person. I've been working with death dealers, uh, and you solve puzzles. They're asymmetric puzzles. Uh, we did the other. We were here. I think like we were here too, is the other one. Mm -hmm. uh, but this one's the one that feels like the most game of all of them. Like it actually has a plot. Like you have to get to the place first, as opposed to like being dropped in there. The puzzles are bigger, uh, more intense. So it. It is a much better game. I'd recommend it. Um, and it seems pretty doable. And if you are the cheating sort, you can find a guide on Steam uh, that lists out everything. Uh, Don't you want to so, play for fun? Yeah, no, I am, actually. We are working on doing the puzzles legit, because if you have a guide, then it's literally no fun. Uh, but then we go back through and we have a guide, so we can figure out exactly what the heck we tried to do. So, yeah, I'd recommend it. It's like 13 bucks, I think. I don't know. But yeah, I would recommend all three of them are a lot of fun if you're playing with a co-op partner. Uh, but I could never get the walkie-talkie to work. So just playing a party. Oh. Yeah, they the game yells at you, but just play in a party and it'll be fun. Oh, really? It didn't <laughs> even work in the first game. You couldn't play no, in a party. You couldn't play in a party? No, in the you, first game? you could. You definitely could play in a party. They just oh. yell at you. The game was like, oh, really? it's better for your experience if you play in a party. Oh. And then you just like, yeah, whatever, nerd. And then you just join <laughs> into the party anyway. Uh, yeah, I think Ellen and Michelle, didn't you guys have problems with the walkie-talkie? Or I remember you guys yes. saying you we had did. problems with something on that game. We did at first, and then on subsequent playthroughs, we used it, I want to say. Um, I don't think so. I think we always just we chatted on the phone because I thought that the hook of the first game was you couldn't use party at all. Like it actually just disabled you your ability to be in party. Right. No, so it, we would be on the it phone. Just, it just brings up a pop up is all that it does. So most of the time you're you're fine. Because um, I did it um, with somebody. We just had to do it through a party, um, which was a shame. We were ready to do like uh, like little kids with the walkie talkie and just be like over. And that never worked out. I loved yeah, the concept of the walkie-talkie. Like the, the whole idea of it's great, and that idea of like 
you know, you have to really listen to your partner when you're playing We Were Here if you're using the walkie-talkie. Because if you start to talk over them and you press the button, you no longer hear their dialogue. So I thought it was a cool way to try to immerse you in the experience, but it just never worked for too long. Yeah, it it literally never worked. Like, we were just sitting there in the dark, and then we joined in on a party, and we're like, are you talking? And it just, yeah. So we... Like the puzzles are pretty good uh, in those. They they get better actually. They get progressively harder. Uh, some real head scratchers, um, but they're all doable. They're very like if you work it out and talk through it, you can you can solve it. So it's not like you have to run to a guide to get to all of them. Cool, <laughs> they're the best. Hey. Yeah, no, it's nothing like that. But yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, also sitting quietly. Rockabella, what have you been up with up to? God knows you're up super late or super early at this hour. <laughs> Six hours ahead of us. Yeah, it's almost three thirty right now, so I'm a bit tired. <laughs> I don't but, know. How uh, well, let's get to the games I've played. Yeah, I've actually been playing for fun now since the uh, <laughs> uh, the G task is over. I've been playing longer <laughs> games and. And I've been playing uh, to help the community. Uh, among those games, there's been Human Fall Flat. Uh, ben L set up uh, the last session on Saturday, and we went through that game. It took a bit longer this time than I'm used to because the lag was not helping, and I had a had some wine, so that probably <laughs> didn't help. Wine just seems uh, like a big that's so much better. For anyone, but yeah. I like how you tried blaming the lag, and you're like, "But also, I had some wine." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the thing was that I had started drinking before <laughs> I started playing, and I, at first, this feels off. But I can't really tell why things are. Oh, I'm not the host. That's why. But it probably took me thirty minutes before I figured that out. Huh. Uh, I've also been helping out in DC. Uh, thanks to Bear Me for extending the uh, server for another month. All oh, right, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, it's not been very populated since it was Bear Me, and uh, I think it's <laughs> just one more whose name escapes me right now. Sorry about that. But yeah, they see is horrible. Uh, do not play it unless you get on the server. <laughs> <laughs> the achievement server Rocket Dude setup is excellent. You can get it done in uh, 90 minutes with a guide. And I mean a Sherpa, not a actual text guide or video guide. <laughs> okay, so if you're saying the game is bad, I'll actually assume that the game is bad. Because before Elroy said the game was bad, but he would say something like, you know, a Call of Duty <laughs> and Halo is bad, so I can't really take his, his word for it. But no, this is so it's bad, bad. It's good, game, man. It must be a bad it's game. so bad. It's good. No, no, no. It's it is an experience, my man. <laughs> it's so bad. It's bad. It's it's all it's... about the journey, not the destination. You know, <laughs> yeah. about you know taking those packs of bullets out and unwrapping them and uh, loading them into a cartridge, loading the cartridge into the gun. That's the journey. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> really, really horrible. <laughs> <laughs> and if there's anyone in the Twitch chat that's listening to us right now, or eventually when this is released as a podcast that's listening to us, I think the, the server's still active for another week or two. Um, 
So if you're interested in playing Daisy, make sure to hop into the Discord and opt into that room so that you can get whatever help you need to get through it. The game would be very, very difficult to complete naturally. I think it would be almost impossible, but Corey did an amazing job setting up that server. So just, you know, again, jump into Discord, ping any one of us, we'll help you get situated for that. Yeah. There's an yeah. achievement yeah. for killing a survivor from 300 meters. And that achievement alone is worth almost 1,000 TA, and you can have it done in a minute or two. Yeah, that's. I've ran uh, people through in uh, under an hour. Uh, I don't know. Maybe y'all got a steadier hand on that. It took me a little bit longer. One <laughs> shot. It only took me one I shot. Was, oh, it took me one uh, shot, too. I was, oh, I was, gonna, I was doing with Rocker, man. He does. Rocker, man, he's a sharpshooter now. It took me one shot. It, well, like what? Uh, After like a whole bunch of warning shots. Well, I thought he. Was, well, <laughs> yeah, the first twenty were practice. Uh, I thought he was a. They were all practice. So I didn't realize we had to hold glow sticks so that you could see <laughs> the person you were shooting. <laughs> he sure did look like a three, man. I killed that damn three, man. I, I put, I, yeah, I think I shot it like wow, ten times. Yeah. If I recall correctly, you did shoot me in the arm, and I ended up bleeding out. And you got the achievement, so it all worked out. <laughs> it all worked out. You were standing too close to the tree. <laughs> yeah, but I echo. If you want these achievements, get on the server now. There is an another achievement server that someone uh, on True Achievement set up. It's far from as good. It has an estimated completion of seven hours or so. If you do it on Rocker's server, you can get it done in 90 minutes. Yeah. The longest part is shaving. (laughs) Oh, no. That achievement. (laughs) I've been using Almost There as a streak saver. It's a not very good platformer. (laughs) I don't find it horrible, but I wouldn't recommend it. I also went for the Octonaut game, the shoot 'em up that was rumored to be delisted, and I believe it now is. So if you didn't pick that up in the first one or two days it was released, you can no longer get it. Wow, that sucks. Are you gone? It'll probably be renamed if it's I know it's gone on PlayStation, but it I don't think it was gone on Xbox just yet, um, but it's it's a naming issue. There's something else called Octonaut, so I imagine there's just a there's a copyright claim against the name, so they'll probably rename it and re-release it eventually. Ah, uh, that makes sense. If you have the game already, you're not going to lose access to the game. It's just you can't fresh well, it. Israel will lose access. <laughs> Israel will. Well, you know who won't just lose Israel. access. That would be Codeine, who just won Octonaut. So good timing nice. on that oh, segue nice. there. <laughs> Perfect timing. Sounds like a Pokemon. It's a, it's a shoot them up where you play as an octopus. Then only has six arms. In space. A sextopus. <laughs> it's uh, yep. it, it's trying to keep it, uh, keeping honest games honest, man. That thing didn't have enough arms. <laughs> Well, that, that's Count. true. You were I counting on the I extremities? I was. Oh. I, mean, I was busy shooting things. I mean, if you're going to claim to be an octopus, you better damn well have, you know, eight arms. It's, it's a quick completion, and if it ends up being released under another name, I'll probably double dip, get back to it. Uh, yep. <laughs> I, I've been, I've been uh, 
playing some cuisine real despite finishing that game i still really enjoy it wow uh, yeah i did start black ops 4 recently which i think that game resells for 100 dollars still if you want the gold edition with all the dlc and i find that really i don't like it at all so i go back to this really budget ass (laughs) world war ii mashed up with magic game you know what i've noticed it's just really fun running around with a golden uh, frying pan, hitting people while there are zombies running around. You know what I've that noticed? The, really real, the real skilled achievement hunters always play games for fun. Like Jimbot will just keep playing Rocket League. Waka will play any Battle Royale till he's blue in the eyes. That must be the secret. I think it's the secret to longevity in doing this because you need to remember to have fun when you're playing games, all joking aside, and uh, we can burn out in this hobby pretty easily. So taking that step back to play something that makes you remember why you love video games is really important to being able to continue to do the achievement hunting you want to do. I've also tricked, uh, convinced a few people in the community (laughs) to play some cuisine well with me. (laughs) And uh, I, I feel that some people bounce off rather quickly but we've been having real fun and uh, uh, some have gotten some really high value achievements Elroy included who does not play multiplayer games <laughs> I just remember uh, the jeep full of uh, guys in their undies running into the lake and drowning themselves now that thing was uh... a <laughs> no, now that doesn't sound like a good time I don't know what <laughs> that sounds like a really good time <laughs> well now I'm told hold on time out you got Elroy into a multiplayer game Hey man, did you trick him or Desperate something? Desperate times, man. G-Test. Nothing's talking. G-Test, man. Yeah. Yeah. I think we've got 1,500 Tad in half an hour while in a meeting. Wait, I'm sorry. How much in an hour? Yeah. 1,500. Like... Oh, I thought yeah, you man. said 6,800. I was going to say, holy crap. That's insane. Yeah. Now, if we had found the fridges, maybe. I don't know, man. But there's a bunch of fridges laying around and couldn't find them all. They're all different colors. Yeah, um, Beermy found the fridges in our third match, so he was really lucky. Dang. Yeah. That's 1600 TA right yeah, there. Yeah. Well, in case you're wondering, Foof, I think I, I, I'm far not the expert in this game, but I think you start the game in your underwear, and so you actually have to buy stuff. And so we were just a bunch of noobs in our undies, and uh, we, were, we were rolling around in a Jeep. And we needed to kill ourselves, so we just ran into the lake. And some guy was watching four di- four scanning clad dudes run into the lake and jump out and drown themselves. It was it was pretty exciting. Sounds like an average day in Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he fit six in that jeep. And <laughs> <laughs> um, the final game I want to mention is Dreamfall Chapters, which I've been playing through again for the game club. So. Right now, it's just me and Shui on Ice who've been playing through the first two chapters, and uh, I've been really enjoying the discussion around it. He is new to the series. This is the third game, so he is very much confused. And even if you haven't played the, <laughs> even if you have played the previous games, you will end up confused in many cases. But he is extra confused, which is fun for me. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's a shame, shame you couldn't join us tonight. You know. 
<laughs> yeah, Scottish people they have to go to bed early or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um one other thought real quick before we jump off games. Um none of us mentioned, but I think we'd be remiss in not mentioning the Lego challenge that's been going on this month since all of us have been playing other stuff just want to shout out the community for all their awesome participation in that and jables uh, jay black for coming up with the concept (laughs) um because everything was awesome extra flemmy but there has just been such (laughs) incredible amazing amazing participation in that and i know no one on the panel touched on it but i didn't want to get through this episode without mentioning it because it's really been a community highlight this month so good job for everyone who's been participating that and i look forward to seeing the final stats in the next day or two yeah for that's definitely worth mentioning especially since today's the last day of the month like I at one point, even though if it got changed back, the patron VIP chat, I wound up changing it to just Lego chat because that's all it seemed to be for the longest time was just everyone talking about Lego. It was crazy. Some, some of y'all put up some insane scores. I was like, you know, hey, if I could do like 3,000, that'll be good. That'll place. No. Wrong. Yeah. Dumb. <laughs> and, and Alex Davies points out, though, Chewy made amazing bar graphs for this. If you check it out in the discord, in the temporarily Lego channel, you will see the, uh, he made Lego based bar charts. They're amazing. So it's just just all part of how awesome this challenge has been. Spoiler. Oh, go ahead. You hear the podcast. There won't be a temporarily Lego challenge anymore. There will be a proper Chewy's challenge CC channel. The temporary Lego one will go back to the TA event, which will be the bean dive. Uh, so do keep an eye on that. There's going to be some other Discord changes too. Uh, but yeah, just a quick little FYI there. All right. I'll have to get those pictures out of the temporary Lego and put them somewhere else so everyone can see them. Put them in the, CC, the new CCC room. All right. Well, let's continue on. We put out a couple. Uh, we put out a call in the uh, patron chat. Yeah, patron chat. I think it was mm-hmm. to get some burning questions. Did I say that right, X. Um, that was pretty close, but it's more like burning questions. All right, I was close. All right, whatever. Yeah, not not a bad first attempt. Speaking of burning, man, oh, what, burning. Should this be a good time for some toaster. Who wants toast? <laughs> <laughs> you would be right. That's really not going to get old. <laughs> yeah, I, I guarantee you. There's I'm sure Kelly like, Kelly feels stupid. very differently about it never getting old. <laughs> starting to get tired of it. I'll I, don't, I don't live with Elroy, so what do you want for me, breakfast, honey? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, burning question number one: Without constraints of reality, what video game location would you most like to visit? Uh Waka, is this this? I see it's blank, but do you have somewhere you want to go? Well, I, I, I don't know. I've got something, but uh, I didn't really have time to prepare this. Uh, I was busy not falling asleep. Uh, but that's fair. I, this is cheating a bit. Uh, I, would the end of time from Chrono Trigger count? That place is like a nexus oh, for yes. all times. So could I leave that place or would I just have to hang out in the empty void? That's interesting. Otherwise, I have a fallback. What's the fallback? Can well? do it. Because now, now yeah, I'm curious the, what the fallback was. The fallback is uh, Sigil from Planescape Torment. And I'm assuming I'm not under threat of 
getting immediately killed. But uh, uh, that's uh, excuse me, sir. That's from a book, not a video game. It's from my second edition Dungeons oh and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably both. Well, I know it's. I, I only never heard you do that before. <laughs> Devin over here, all nice. impersonations. Hmm. So Sigil is a really strange place filled up very strange stuff and uh, it instead of being uh, like a normal planet it's kind of folded inside out so the city is on the inside of a giant sphere so you'll see everything from the inside interesting all right does that mean like you you jump but you're like falling how does that work uh, gravity is still on the outside, so you'll still stay in place, but you can see the other end of the city all around you. And from what I remember of Sigil, it's a place that you just sort of end up. Like, you can open a random door and you end up in Sigil, and then a random uh, door would take in, you somewhere else. Have you played Halo? I, imagine Halo, but the entire... Uh, it, it doesn't ah. just be a small strip through space. It will be the entire thing. Okay, that makes it. a little bit more sense, but yet it's still somehow confusing at the same time. <laughs> it can make for a really uh, funny uh, Halo story, uh, I bet. <laughs> Is that like Doom? Oh, okay. oh I was going to say it, but I didn't uh, know. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping I was dead. Uh, <laughs> this is AH101, sir. Dead horses are never actually dead. Ah, uh, this is fair. Nate, let's get off of these dead horses. What, are you, what about you? What's your uh, answer? <clears throat> My answer is rhyme. Oh, well, that's not bad. Is there any there rhyme or reason to that? Uh, uh, sure. I was going to make that joke. You beat me to it. <laughs> it's so darn pretty. Uh, you know, you know when you're not depressed, it's very it colorful. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is depressing. <laughs> but we won't talk <laughs> about that because that's the back yeah. half of the game. Uh, the front half of the game is amazing and beautiful and isolated, and it's the perfect vacation spot if you like. I don't know. Following uh, what is, is it? A cat? What, what is the thing you're following? It's a fox, man. Fox. Yeah, that's what the fox said. So you're following the fox, uh, but there's also some pigs. I mean, you're playing yeah. the pigs, I think. So they're technically uh, boars. Yeah, they're boars. Actually, exactly. I was I was actually thinking, Fufu. There's no food. There's like hardly any shelter um, on this island. But now, now I'm thinking, yeah, there's bacon. It's like no, the it's food. Not that bad of a, of a world if there's bacon. No, it's not bad. But yeah, no, it's beautiful. I love that game. It is so pretty. Um, once again, talking about the first half of the game. Uh, <laughs> it's great. Love it. I don't want to ruin anything, but uh, that is a great game. Okay. You love uh, the 500 uh, collectibles that go with it? or uh... that? Well, so, okay. So I played it for fun. <laughs> and I did not use a guide. Uh, and I'm going to go back and clean up with a guide. And also, hopefully, have some fun. Oh, um, but yeah, now if you want to know where all the collectibles are, just talk to Fug because uh, he's really good at the game and he found them on his first try. <laughs> I'm sure. All right. How about you, X? Um, are people tired of hearing me talk about Assassin's Creed Odyssey oh, yet? For God's sake. Uh, we, we made it so far. <laughs> oh. We're beginning to tend into dead horse category here, but. It's, um, it's relevant, so we're okay. My <laughs> answer is I'll allow it, it's, it's an even tie. It's AC Odyssey just because ancient Greece is beautiful. I have no 
particular like attachment to Greece, current or ancient or even future, I guess. But just the game is gorgeous and it would be really cool to explore ancient Greece. My more practical personal attachment answer is it's another Assassin's Creed, but AC Syndicate. That's because I am a sucker for Victorian England and like Industrial Revolution kind of era. So it's not so much that Assassin's Creed is set there, just that I love the era. And I don't know too many games that are set in, you know, 1860s, 1870s England. So you're just hoping to meet Evie. I have such a huge crush on Evie. She has freckles. <laughs> oh my gosh. But uh, she was my, my Evie's laptop. Evie's a Pokemon, you sicko. And yeah, my really. Xbox home, pa- uh, you know, wallpaper, whatever you want to call it for a while. But no, I don't know. I'm just a sucker for Victorian England. That's all I got. <laughs> Michelle? So um, at first, my very initial response was actually Grand Theft Auto 4 because it's basically home, like to the point where the front doors of the main building where I work is actually in the game. Like I remember driving past and be like, whoa, it's the main branch. Um, But picking something that's not uh, a place that I live in, I would love to see Rapture from Bioshock um, before all the terrible stuff happened. Um, when I think about gaming moments that really like imprinted on me, because we've all played a lot of stuff, but I think we'd all also admit that we don't remember a whole lot of the details of the things we've played because we go through them so quickly. But I still distinctly remember that feeling the first time the bathosphere descended and you wind up in rapture and, and just like, just how grand it looked, even though it was destroyed. So seeing that before all that happened, I would totally love to visit that. So you don't want to assert yourself and become a splicer? No, not this time. That may be on my return visit. <laughs> not this time. Uh, all right. That's an interesting answer. That's a good one. Uh, I actually, I was thinking Rapture, like pre-Decimation you know, decimation Rapture would be pretty cool. Because right, even post-Decimation, it's still, it, it's a fascinating landscape. I just don't really want to deal with the splicers and the turrets that just shoot at you for existing. So oh, is, is, is it, which Bioshock are you talking about? The first Bioshock. Oh, okay. I've, I've, I thought y'all were talking about Infinite. If you go to Infinite, no, Columbia, the DLC in for the Infinite is before. I was going to say, that's like uh, yeah. in the air. Yeah. You got Abe Lincoln with a rat, you know, gun. Spoilers? Question mark? I don't know. No, I think it's pretty I... standard enemy. <laughs> 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 am, I, am I wrong on that? Anybody played Infinite? You got Abe Lincoln going at you with a Gatling gun? Nobody? I think that's Bill and Ted. <laughs> oh, come on. Y'all yeah, yeah, it's like, welcome to the Hall of Presidents. <laughs> <laughs> Bioshock Infinite is one of the um, long list of games that I have that I've never started that I keep intending to. Um, but Fug actually confirms that it's not a spoiler. So you're all right. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know. I haven't played them. So Thanks, It just kind of well, sounds like yeah. a spoiler. No, you got a bunch of presidents, and the, the statues come alive, and they all got big guns, man. They'll tear you up. Okay, that kind of makes me want to play that game. Exactly. That's what I was like, man. That's why I thought she picked it, but okay. Well, that's Columbia, I think, right? The the ship? It's yes. like got a whole different name. Yeah, the whole floating city is Columbia. Yeah. Yeah. If we want to talk Bioshock spoilers, though, um, let's, <laughs> but, yeah, let's that's not, not do that. <laughs> I would like yeah, to get to them one day, and I'm sure there's someone else that's going to be listening to this and go, don't spoil Bioshock. So let's not spoil you, anything. 
Well, there's a whole generation of, you know, 18, 19 year olds that might first be looking at a game like Bioshock that at, you know, when that game come out already, it was 2007. Yeah. 13 years ago, they were six, seven who didn't play it and don't know the spoilers. So we're we're going to be nice. I think he's laying down a challenge there. Yeah. I feel like the statue of limitations on spoilers. We've had this conversation many times. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to play it soon. Yeah. They were all released. Would you kindly not spoil yeah. it? There we go. Uh, so Bioshock One came out se- September thirteenth, two thousand and six. Okay. Yeah, I was in college, uh, like my freshman year of college, when that game came out. You I was a people. junior in high school. You old man. I well, anyway. <laughs> you old people. I was in ninth grade. That's the best stream chat I've ever seen. By the way. Well, what I, what I do know is that this what, is given... of rats, Elroy? Yeah, rat, rat, <laughs> I'm sorry, rat, I cut you rat, off, Em, but that rat. needed to be said. <laughs> excited over here, man. Looking at it. <laughs> what I was going to say is um, I, I noticed actually on the sheet, Corey is supposed to speak after me, and he left his blank. So we've done enough delaying oh, for him to I'm... come up with an answer. Oh, wait, I did. Type... <laughs> oh, yeah, I have an answer. <laughs> I think I have the best answer. <laughs> All right, I would pick... As a realistic uh, video game place to visit, the sunny metropolis that is Bunny Parking. Oh, oh yeah. Think about it. Uh, you got traffic. You just start kicking cars. You're going to get home in 20 minutes flat. <laughs> <Good answer. laughs> you want to just Good go for a boat ride? Answer. There's a river right there. <laughs> There's a farm for the take the kids, pick some carrots. The perfect vacation spot, bunny parking. <laughs> Love it. Ain't wrong. I don't even know what to uh, to respond to that with. There's even like the park. Right. You can play soccer. You put some thought yeah. into this. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, you could afford to not put that on the dock because literally no one else was going to think of that. So good job. Right. Yeah. No one was going to take that one from you. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So. Uh huh. Uh, Elf, your turn. Where do you want to go? I think he's asleep. <laughs> I mean, one surprise. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I want to go to where uh, Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball takes place. I mean, <laughs> is there any other answer? I mean, if, maybe if there's a sandwich island somewhere. I'm sure there's got to be. So oh, like Burger Time. I'll go meatballs? to Burger Time and then uh, make some burgers. And then throw so, salt at people. Are you oh, afraid pepper. that the uh, Dead or Alive girls wouldn't just politely and kindly ask you to leave? No, they would ask me to play with them, all right? <laughs> I feel like they would so see you cool. and be like, oh, let's go to a different beach. <laughs> but then they'd see Elroy and be like, time for the gun show, because that's how they talk all of a sudden when they see Elroy. Like that's that. how they talk? <laughs> yep. I, I, actually, actually, yeah, I actually did get called gun show once in a race. I was a, It was an eight-miler, Hillendale. And some dude's like, good job, gun show. <laughs> Serious. I, d- I don't even know what to say with that. So <laughs> I used to stop at a gas station, and the guy called me Big Chief every time. So <laughs> Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Big Chief. All right, so I'm just going to answer to continue on, because this is weird. Uh, my answer would be straight out of the Elder Scrolls. I want to give it a Seer deal. It's a little cheating. Because if I say that, I can visit any 
uh, point in the Elder Scrolls series. But when you just go through these games, the worlds are massive. Some of the places are beautiful. I would love to be able to just go see some of the landmarks, be able to see some of the uh, like the mountains, all that. Like going to the Imperial City from Oblivion and seeing the White Gold Tower would be awesome. You probably could never go there, but but to see the cloud roller temple where the blades whole uh outpost is like that would be really cool there's just a lot of stuff to look in the elder scrolls games that i think i think it would be a better vacation spot if you don't get attacked by wild beasts or atronox or whatever what about the biggest fan the what your biggest fan when you're arena champion, he just follows you around. Oh, that I'm trying. I've, you said biggest fan, so I'm thinking like you're like an actual fan fan. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like Plus, you have some guy following you around that's your biggest fan. Yeah, that's even better. <laughs> and pet mud crabs. And pet mud crabs. You can go sell to <laughs> mud a mud crab. crab. You could do. You could do business with them. The guy. What Morrowind? Is that the yeah. is that the game where you take an arrow in the knee that that thing came from? You know what, Elroy? If that's You're all you got right out track. that, I'll accept that. That's more of the game that I thought you would know. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. That's, uh, so I'll, I'll take that. I that, that's good with me. Uh, let's see. Well, Elroy, where would you like to go? Oh, adoring fan. That's what it is. Thanks, DBC. Oh, all right. Well, I put some thought into this. I thought. You know, I would like to go to a nice, peaceful place. Uh, and so I chose uh, the universe of Pikaniku. Um, that's the little animated game that was on Game Pass not too long ago. Uh, I chose it because it seems like kind of a fun place. Um, there's a lot of trails. You start up in a mountain. There's a lot of trails you can go explore. Um, so that seems like a few days of fun. Uh, I think Piku, that's the main guy. He's red. He ain't got no legs. I think he or no arms. I'm sorry. He, uh, I think he and I would hit it off. And uh, I don't know. I think he seemed like a friendly sort. And so I'm thinking Piku and I would just have a good old time just exploring the Piku Niku universe. Uh, you know that Piku never skips leg day. So that's a plus uh, for old Piku. Uh, I do like their sport of choice. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a soccer player, have been my whole life. So uh, it looks like they play a variation of it. Uh, you earn hats. That's an amazing currency. Uh, you can, uh, you know, everyone likes a good hat. I like a good hat. Uh, and then money drops from the sky and, and you get it for random stuff. So you just put a bunch of crap on your porch <laughs> and then all of a sudden something comes along, takes it and then gives you money for it. So it's like a very early version of eBay kind of. Uh, except for it's a lot less work and and like shipping, uh, shipping on eBay, man. That thing it takes too long, man. Boxing it up, getting it just right, and then having to drive it over there, or I guess arrange a pickup. So you just throw your crap out on the porch, and it's gonna get picked up, and you get free money. And uh, then uh, there's Mr. Sunshine. I really like his ads. I think I could really enjoy watching those ads. That'd be a lot better than the Geico commercials, even. And uh, I'd like to have a crack at the dance master. Uh, the dance master is uh, in that one place. Uh, he, he likes the EDM. <laughs> and uh, I'd like to have a, a chance to uh, try out some of the moves I've been learning. I'm getting pretty good at the Roomba and the cha-cha. Uh, and also, Are you getting good or is your rhino getting good? <laughs> no, I'm actually doing this. I'm, uh, Kelly would notice if it was a giant 
stuffed rhino that was you know going to dance class with her um, <laughs> even though you so do I have that I, costume would she yeah, though right. right yeah yeah i we are going to at some point do a routine in our rhino our inflatable rhino costumes uh for those of you that haven't seen yet um God, I will, please film this. I want to see that so badly. Yeah, we each got one. We got it. We we didn't know these existed until we watched The Masked Singer, and they had a rhino on there, and some of his backup singers were wearing these costumes, so we went and got them. Um, we didn't know they existed at that point. And one last little random fact about uh, Pikaniku is uh, that he saves the worms, and I actually enjoy saving the worms. If I'm on a jog and it's just raining, there's a worm, and he's on the sidewalk, and he's just not going to make it back. I was take the time and just bend down, pick him up and throw him in the grass. It's just a, a little common courtesy I give to the worms. That is the most. <laughs> so on this sheet, I was sitting here looking at you go Piku. And yeah. I could not figure out for the life of me what that was. Because I'm looking at Piku and the only thing I can think of is like, maybe it's shorthand for Pikachu. But I'm like, there's no way Elroy would ever say anything remotely close to Pokemon. And Pico to get out was really good. So, Fog, I hope that that was a more well-thought-out answer for you uh, since some of the other answers were not satisfactory for old man Fog. So there you go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Devin, you go ahead. Yeah, okay. Well, first, uh, I want to shout out Das. I can't pronounce your name, but I'm sorry. But you subbed a lot. Das and, uh, Kunin. Das Kunin. Das Kunin. I didn't want to butcher it. I want to do it. That's Kunin. There you go. Uh, so <laughs> I was thinking of of, I was thinking about this for hours. It literally just came to me today. I was thinking that <clears throat> uh, most video game worlds are terrible, and you wouldn't want to visit them because you would die. I do not want to die. So I picked... <laughs> The most pleasant place I could think of, which is Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley fits the millennial dream of being a homeowner and having a job and a uh, single income house. Uh, <laughs> and people will randomly give you beer for just being there because they want to be friends. Everyone wants to be friends. You, What more do you want out of a game? I would love living in Stardew Valley. Isn't there monsters That's, in Stardew Valley? You you have to seek the monsters out and fight them in a cave if you want. And you can't even die. You just get knocked out and you get taken back home. And you can get rich selling wine. It's awesome. So you you literally can't die. You you can get knocked out. And then you can visit a desert uh, you can give diamonds to a redhead and get married and have kids. It's amazing. That is everyone's dream. Damn. And yeah. now you just sold X. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. Does she have freckles? Penny? I believe she does. I mean, most She's redheads school do. school teacher. So. Yeah. Home Inspector Gadget? You just got to go get diamonds. Don't worry about it. You got it. <laughs> yeah. So that was my answer. Stardew right. Valley. Well, Can you uh, repeat that? I had to go pee. I didn't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> thankfully, we have it recorded. You can listen oh, to God. it back <laughs> on Spotify and Podbean and wherever you get your podcasts. I don't know if you've heard of it. <laughs> Probably not. All right. Yeah. So, burning question number two. Burning question. Burning question number two. All right. Number two. 
I'll just let X take care of that. That's better. If one Nintendo game got... I got you. <laughs> I appreciate it. If one Nintendo game got Xbox achievement support, what game would that be? Or what game would you want that to be? And bonus points if you can get it, if you can create an achievement. Um, so I'll, I'll start this one off. I really was trying to think of, of a game that's kind of out there. I didn't just want to give the cop-out answer of Pokemon or Smash Bros or Animal Crossing because that's like pretty much... Good answers. They're like the only Nintendo games I've really played. <laughs> I, I, I don't play Nintendo Watch games. Out. So instead of trying to pick something off the Switch, I kind of went back a couple of gen- generations. I was thought of a game on the Game Boy Advance and... I don't even know if you guys have heard of this. Have you? Has anybody heard of the game Sonic Battle? That sounds like Sega on Nintendo. Yeah, like the Hedgehog? I don't think that's a Nintendo <laughs> game. Sorry, dude. <laughs> Take I, Are you guys aware of like Mario? Job here, fool. You're right. <laughs> there is this, there okay, is this so guy Mario. This is, <laughs> so just to prove that I don't play Nintendo games, I just go, oh, it was on the Nintendo console. So that's therefore it, it counts. Like... Man, that that was a really good uh, Nintendo ah, game uh, called Bonk Adventure too. You know, on the Turbo Graph, that was, that was amazing. <laughs> it's just like Doom and all that stuff. I tried. I, ah. I just thought, oh, it's exclusive to a Nintendo console, so therefore Nintendo. Oh, that's right. Hmm. Well, then, then Pokemon doesn't count. You know what? Then I don't really have a good answer for this, other than like a Super Smash Bros. Because well, why would Pokemon count? Who's uh, that's who's question? That's technically not Nintendo. Yeah. Maybe you should give credit credit to whoever asked. It's Game Freak, but they, they Game almost. Freak. Yeah, Nintendo owns the Pokemon, but Game Freak develops them. Right, so it's a Nintendo. It's a Nintendo property. Yeah. Well, in that case, I'll so go you can Pokemon. go with the Pokemon. I'm going with Cop which one? Answer. Oh, which one? Because if you say anything that, that isn't that, Pokemon that, Snap, that, yeah, yeah, then you're just wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not the only one that you played, Michelle. <laughs> I played red and blue. Like oh, okay. I played OG Pokemon, but I stopped after that and uh, played Snap and played Pokemon Go for the four weeks. It was really popular with everybody. Oh, Pokemon Go is still good. Okay, well, if I had to pick one, I'd say Alpha Sapphire. I really enjoy that one. Even though if any hardcore Pokemon fans to- heard that, they would I would probably get skewered for that. Do you mean Surf the game? Uh, possibly, yes. Hey, I because like that Hoenn region. Yeah, I know. It's called Surf the Game because all you do is surf. But we can chat Pokemon not on an Xbox Pokemon. podcast. Or just never. Not Pokemon. Pokemans? Pokemon. Yeah. Pokemon. better than that. Pokemon because it annoys L. Am I though? LA. Am I though? <laughs> yes. It has an accent, man. Nate, so that might be the nicest thing you've ever said to me, L. Thank you. Go ahead, Nate. You be an English teacher. Way to start us oh, off, dude. You're throwing to me? Who wants to throw that? Who wants to follow that? I mean, <laughs> Sonic the Nintendo game. Well, I, I will give you my best shot. To my answer. <laughs> I'll give you my best shot by uh, throwing uh, Waka under the bus. I will say pilot wings so that Waka <laughs> can run everyone through uh, in an Angel Waka session. That's all the achievements. Um, but if not that, then, you know, everybody wants Zelda. Uh, everybody wants Mario. Uh, so I'm going to go Luigi's Mansion. Wow. Nice one. Very nice. Yeah. yeah I'm, I really enjoyed that game. Uh, I count, you know, I know there's one out on the Switch, right? Is that true? There yes. is yes. indeed. There's one on the Switch. Yeah. Sequel, right? Yeah. So, uh, so I'm probably going to check that out at some point, even though there's no achievements. But I, I think 
I think that, those achievements would be super fun. And maybe it's because I've been playing moving out and it, it to me, it's, <laughs> they're kind of cousins, but, um, but yeah, I think that'd be awesome. Hmm. Huh? I never played it. I, I never played it either. I hear it really good. Oh, well, okay. So, uh, so, uh, do you know anything about it? You're Luigi, you know, Luigi, right? And you're I know it's kind of, uh, He's it's the green Mario. Moving out. And, <laughs> and you can just there's a pr- dedicated yeah. button for Mario. <laughs> and he, Mario! So you're going, he's walking around this mansion. He's got uh, he sees ghosts and he just uses his vacuum cleaner to get rid of them. And I think he, he uses his flashlight to freeze them too. I think that bust and makes him feel good. It does. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's only been ten or twenty years since I've played that, but that's what I remember. Do you have to empty out the bag or anything? No, it's bagless. It's Dyson. They're wow. top notch. <laughs> How about you, Al? Well, I'll go with all the cop-out answers because someone has to say it. Metroid. There's no other answer. That's honestly What's what that? I expected Nate to say. I'll say I was going to say, yeah, I was well, expecting Koosh yeah. to say Metroid. Once he didn't say it, I figured I would say it. <laughs> Super know. Metroid or Metroid Prime, and I'll uh, come up with an achievement, uh, beat it, in an hour, hundred percent items without dying. There seems easy. Um, I'm sure there's someone in GDQ that can do that. Probably. Uh, you save the frames, without, kill the animals. Without glitching through walls. <laughs> Damn it! Save those animals. No monster. No. Oh yeah, I agree. No. Listen, you know there would be two achievements on the list: one for saving the animals and one for abandoning the animals. So you'd have to do both anyway. Absolutely. Uh, You'd have to you'd use your save. It's fine. You save the frames though. Corey. Yes. What's your answers? Well, it's I guess big. I would take Mario, right? Mm-hmm. Mario Maker specifically. Oh, you mean and level head? The better level head. Oh, the original yeah. level head. <laughs> but th- this this sets it up for a perfect achievement list because there is a single player story mode. So you got, you know, your normal achievements for that. You have your easy, your normal, your expert, your super expert levels. You got achievements for those. And then, like, you get some achievements for making levels. Easy peasy. What about an achievement for having, like, 3,000 play minutes or whatever it is on the level that you created? 10,000 community downloads. I would do 10,069, but yes, let's do that. (laughs) All right. It's arbitrary number. Yeah. Reaching out there trying to grab something. <laughs> you suck. Oh, oh, did you hear what you just said? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, Roy, <laughs> what, game, what game would you want? Oh, man. Well, you can't get more Nintendo than the good old game of Pong. <laughs> um, or, uh, Wait, or, maybe, uh, or maybe Pac-Man. Uh, that was... Uh, definitely know, Nintendo classic. Yeah, definitely Nintendo, just like Sonic. But um, no, uh, the uh, P-Tart was uh, <laughs> art was dead on. Um, uh, the obvious answer is Bubble Bobble, even though that's Taito, not uh, Nintendo. But um, I so if it were Nintendo, I would say that one. But I don't want to pull the same mistake that uh, Mr. X over there pulled and uh, allow my uh, significant other uh, to know that 
she would actually enjoy playing Xbox um, because my wife loves Bubble Bobble and would be all over <laughs> my Xbox. And I would never get to play myself, much like Kelsey evicted X from playing his Xbox when Animal Crossing, I believe it was. Came no, out. it was The Sims. Those damn Sims. Oh, <laughs> Sims, that's it. I couldn't remember. Uh, but anyway, uh, so my answer is actually one. It's a little known f- game. It came out. Uh, it was one of the original releases for the NES. It was Balloon Fight. Anybody ever played Balloon Fight? I did. I, yeah. I yeah, did. Was, wow, good choice. Yeah, yeah, that was one of my favorite ones back in the day. So um, it's, for those of you who don't know, it's a couch co-op, uh, but it also has several modes. You can go where you can, like a survival mode, see how long you can, uh, it's a side scroller. And so you have to, you have uh, balloons attached to you and you, uh, can't collide with obstacles such as electric shocks and uh there's a an ocean that a fish will jump out of and and eat you uh or if you just land in the water you die and there's also enemies that have balloons on them and if they get above you and they hit you they'll pop one of your balloons and then you have to do the same so it's kind of joust ish if you will and so uh it is yeah, it's a cool little game. So I think that it, it, it could have some legs. I don't think there's anything quite like that uh, on the Xbox that I'm aware of uh, where Joust or Balloon Fightish, where you just have to get above your enemy and and uh, to kill them. And so since there was bonus points offered for names of Chivos, <laughs> I got you. I got your bonus points. First one is called <laughs> Chivo Pop. And that's for killing your first enemy. See there? Chivo pop because you kill them by popping their balloons. The next one is called once in a balloon moon for killing your first blue enemy. Uh, okay. And next one, <laughs> the next one is called balloon screen of death for dying 50 times. Um the and then I, I, I tried to change it up and not go with the balloons. Uh, so we got gassing game for earning an extra balloon. You have full of hot air for beating the first five stages without dying. You have pop culture for defeating the the versus (laughs) mode. You have (laughs) enter the deep balloon sea, collide with the water hazard. I am shocked for colliding with the electrical spark and then better latex than never for getting a balloon power. (laughs) I will play this game just for those achievements if that was real. (laughs) I just want those achievements on my tag. That's it, man. I don't uh, even know what balloon fight is, it. but I want those achievements. <laughs> there you go. That's Rat alike to hire this man. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Elroy would probably do that for free for Rat Alike. Mm. Yeah. Contact. He would pay them to let him do it. <laughs> yeah, right. Man, yes. if I just get another shout out in uh, in a game, uh, another Brer Elroy on the trailer, man. That's all, that's what payment enough is. They pay me in full. M- maybe a dual shout out. We get a we get a whole team going here. Whole yeah. team. Get a whole trailer park, one for everyone. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> I don't need a trailer. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Saucy says we actually have to play your Xbox to get achievements, huh? <laughs> uh, X, what game would you pick? <laughs> Man, I you always just say Patriots suck. Cam Newton. <laughs> Is that a sports ball reference? <laughs> <laughs> yes, for us people that are normal who oh. like sports. Okay. Well, anyway, my answer to the question is Mario Kart 8! 
because um, top wow. three games that I've ever played, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, in, in terms of hours. Number three, Skyrim. Number two, Fallout 3. And number one, World of Warcraft. Number four would probably be Mario Kart 8. Huh. So I put so much time into this game that I feel like if it had achievements, I would probably have about 900 of them because really the only thing I haven't done in the game is get um, the gold trophy and all the mirror mode cups. Just, just can't do it. Messes with my brain, man. Wait, specifically so, Mario Kart 8 better. or... Jump? Yeah, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, the, wow. the Switch Deluxe version with all the DLC and all the good stuff ready to go. Yeah, like Devin, I would have thought that, you know, most people's main game that they put, or main Mario game, or Mario Kart game, on that you put most time into is Double Dash, because that is clearly the best one. Double Dash is the best one. I never actually owned that. My brother and I played that one because he owned it. He was really good at driving, and I was really good at using the items, but I never owned my own copy. But with my Switch, that's by far and away the most played game on my Switch, and I would hazard a legitimate guess that it's my fourth most played game of all time. It might actually beat Skyrim and Fallout, to be honest, but um, That's I didn't crazy. know Elroy was... Huh? I said, that is quite crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I love it. It's a blast. We we just set up like voice chats with my buddies, and we just have Mario Kart game nights, especially with you know COVID quarantine. It's been a lot of fun to still sort of have some social interaction, but... Uh, oh, it's great. Don't get me wrong. I love I love Mario Kart, so... Yeah, the, well, the best part the best part of Mario Kart is where you drive a flawless race, you don't run into everything, and you just have the best lap of you know over and over, and then at the last part you get hit by shell and it's over and you lose by it. Yeah, that sounds that sounds That's right. awesome, man. <laughs> it's like an Elroy muffed completion, it's a muffed gold medal. <laughs> yeah. But to be fair, you could start in last place and still win at the end. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sounds good. Well, I, I only I only came up with one achievement. I didn't realize I was going to go after Elroy, who actually put <laughs> you know awesome, considerable thought into this. But I would just have one achievement for get gold medals in all the cups, either single player or you know multiplayer. It doesn't matter. But have a gold medal in every different cup because that's like I said, I have them all except that damn mirror mode. So that would be a pretty cool achievement to have. And then I just want to give a quick honorable mention since I can't let VSS go, even though some <laughs> others suggest that I do. Oh, my heart. Um, Star Fox 64, man. If Star Fox 64 had achievements, oh, yeah. my childhood would have been, well, ruined because I probably would have, you oh. know, hunted all the achievements then. But that was the only game I played from, when did it come out? 1998, 1996. I had like two games on my N64. One of them was Mario and one of them was Star Fox. That was all I played. And that would be like such a blast from the past. I had a friend in college that looked just like the bird character in, in Star Falco? Fox. Falco? Yeah, man, he looked just like him. <laughs> he had the bird face. But yeah, I don't know. Um, my friend Ricky and I had nicknames. I was Falco and he was Slippy. So we would call each other Falco and Slippy because we were both obsessed with that game. <laughs> and then this was like pre-internet so we had to like find out all the secrets fly under the rings and then falco's like oh that's pretty smooth flying fox <laughs> and then, you know you go through the waterfall it just a lot of fun with that game i'm gonna stop talking about how great star fox 64 is but if you haven't played star fox 64 it's great and you should go play it x out all right michelle in <laughs> <laughs> all right so that was a nice segue <laughs> i i, I kind of have your back here because when we initially got this question uh, which again specifically states if one nintendo game got achievement support what would you uh add achievement support to and i immediately went tetris 99 which is not a nintendo game Womp. it's just 
not a game on Xbox, which saddens me terribly. See, that's okay. but, I'm glad I'm not actually alone in this train of thought. Well, here's the thing, to be fair. Damn it. I figured I'm that out before we recorded, so I have another <laughs> answer ready. <laughs> um, and I went initially with a cop-out answer, but I've gotten a little more time to think about it. And the game I would really love to see come out on Xbox, like fully realized and ready to go, would be Mother 3, which is probably not a choice nice. that everyone knows, but just in case you don't, um, Mother 3 is the final game uh -oh. in the Earthbound series of games. So the only one that made it stateside was Earthbound, which is amazing and uh, is one of those RPGs that even people who don't really like RPGs, Devin, seem to enjoy. Um, so... <laughs> I would love Mother 3 to get fully translated and have achievement support because I would love to play it. I know there are fan translations out there. Um, I don't really do too much game playing on my surface that isn't for achievements, and I'm just not motivated to do that. But that's what I would love to see. And unfortunately, I do know there was a second half of the question for bonus points, but as I have never played or read up on anything in Mother 3, I don't know enough about it to develop an achievement for it. But that would be my dream goal. All right. Uh, yeah. I've Is no one going to make a, a Danzig reference? Come on, man. I was going uh, to do it. I thought for oh, sure. Oh, I, I, I was like, doing this. She, was, she was on a roll. I wasn't going to stop her. I thought for sure either X or Devin was going to do a Danzig reference. So all right. All right. We're all on the same page then. We all dropped the ball. Mother. But we all picked it up. Mother. Or you were all just polite enough. Mother. Which is nice. That's overrated. Yeah, who needs niceness? Uh, Devin, since you dropped the ball on the mother reference, why don't you go ahead and give your... Well, you know, really my favorite uh, Nintendo game that I'd want on there is God of War. Uh, it'd really be great to just run around as Kratos <laughs> and just kill you. a god or two. I like the whole collection. <laughs> Elroy's like, I don't get it. <laughs> I got that. Daryl again, all right. I, I got that last time we did this show. I got compared to Daryl Walking Dead, and it took an hour, two hours, and finally I get compared to Daryl yet again. Thank you, Sasha. But it, right. it all hear what you said. I'm so sorry. No, it's all good. In all seriousness, though, uh, Mike Tyson's Punch Out uh, is my favorite. Punch Out's my favorite Nintendo series. Uh, in general, I love Punch Out. Uh, and if we're going to be picking up things, we're going to make it Mike Tyson, not that Mr. Dream stuff. Like, get out of <laughs> yeah, here, Mr. Really. Dream. I don't want you. Mr. We're Glass, fighting Iron Mike. Glass. Come on, Mr. Glass got to make the cut. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Glass Joe. He's definitely in there. But, but yeah, mine would be, I've, I've never seen such finger speed before for beating Mike Tyson because that is exactly what he tells you. Uh, and it's it's great. Yeah. You never played Punch Out. Play Punch Out. It's the best. I watched some speed run at GDQ for it. <laughs> so have I. They count? did it blindfolded. Yeah. No, go out and play it. It's it's free if you look on the internet in <laughs> websites. At some point, and little Max Shoulder man and finished it blindfolded. It can't be that difficult, right? Just if and... if you're gonna bootleg the game and play it online, just make sure you watch your lift. Yeah, and watch the chafing to the shoulder when you heal Little Mac. Yeah. Mash B. <laughs> Don't uh, give up, Mac. Fight. 
Yeah. All of these re- references are going right over my head. Like, I kind of got an idea of what you're talking about. Well, I've never played this Hit game. him with an uppercut while he's stunned. I forget. There's oh, wait, still a lot no. of... I think I did play this game. I think in the Animal Crossing for... Uh, or the Animal Crossing on GameCube, you could get, like, all the NES uh, consoles. And I think Punch-Out was on there. So I might have played this through an yeah. emulator in the GameCube on Animal Crossing. But not Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, though. That's that Mr. Dream stuff. Doesn't it's work. Like the, it's not the same. Okay. You gotta have the rapist in there. Come on. Was was a uh, little Mac do. was little Mac taller than the ghost and goblin guy? Because those guys and Mike Tyson, man, they were sure <laughs> pretty tall I, and he was pretty short. I believe little Mike's listed height is four foot, which makes him <laughs> very, very heavy to be heavyweight boxing. He's a dense boy. <laughs> he eats a lot of carbs. Sure who's, uh, who's scheduling these fights, man? <laughs> How much does this guy weigh? Dino ball, jeez. That Dino ball, dropping it down. Wow. Joining it down the fun <laughs> Good one, Brian. All right. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for everyone that's been subbing. This is amazing. Thank you for the support. Uh, Waka, why don't you go ahead and wrap this up, this burning question up? What game would you would choose? <laughs> well, since most of our picks already have been taken, uh, I'll go with one of the obvious ones, and it would be Zelda Link to the Past. It's yeah. one of my favorite uh, Nintendo games. Uh, I'm not sure how the achievement list would look for that, but uh, I think you can avoid missables in that game. So, yeah. I imagine the achievement the... list would be a lot like Night and Plus from our friends at Rataleka. It would probably yeah. take a little more than an hour to complete, though. Well, just the, the concept <laughs> of the list: beat uh... this boss, get this item. You just gotta, you just gotta know where well, to. Speedrunners have been, speedrunners have been getting a very good at <laughs> link to the past so i don't know what the world record is but i wouldn't wouldn't surprise me if it's around one hour that's true i think uh our friend das kunin who uh contributed a bunch of subs earlier did did and perhaps will do again streaming of a uh, random zelda maybe where it like takes link to the past and kind of puts random layers over it so that people have done all sorts of things with uh zelda a link to the past in particular well, that would be a awesome. fun achievement if you could get the randomized Zelda in there. Yeah, that the, would be uh, fun, actually. The world record, I, I just Googled it. Uh, world record is one hour, 23 minutes, and seven seconds. Is that a 100% no death run? Ooh, I, did, it, I think that's just an yeah. any percent run. Oh, okay. Well, uh, that'd I be it. Yeah, that's some qualifiers to Link to the Past. Yeah. I see uh, one for yes, that an is hour, a... 14 minutes, but I don't know if it's any percent or whatever. Yeah, any percent, unless we're finding something else. For 100%, I got an hour and 41 for 100%. Is that, is that y'all's favorite Zelda game or Link game? It's I mean, my favorite Zelda um, is Link to the Past. Smash Bros. Is yeah, mine as Zelda. well. Yeah, that game's a lot like Doom. <laughs> Some people say Ocarina of Time, but those are just people who are really young and didn't have a Super Nintendo. Uh, we all know Majora's Mask is better than Ocarina of Time. Come on. Oh, man. Yep. Yeah. Majora's Mask is better than Ocarina of Time. Air high also five, true. Waka. Woo! Uh, Hi-Zo is talking about... Uh, 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 Waka let me down, but, but Vulgar got me. <laughs> <laughs> There's some delay here. 
<laughs> He's six hours ahead of us. It'll take a few minutes. Uh, take a little yeah, bit. There we go. That jet stream. And <laughs> I actually like Link's Awakening the best. Anyway, Ahizo's yeah. talking about beating Link to the Past in 10 minutes with a glitch. Um, yeah, I was yeah, looking no, up non-glitchy. Specifically a legitimate playthrough. But yeah, you can glitch any game on NES, SNES in six, seven minutes. Just going to let Ahizo know that uh, Arizona is, uh, yeah. <laughs> Great. Hey, leave Zelda 2 alone, Brian. It's a good game. Ah, <laughs> uh, sure. Wow, Smitty with the link to the past heat. So, as I think uh, everyone's answered the burning questions, and Elle's just reading the chat now anyway, um, <laughs> we were going to go ahead and just open it up. Uh, this Actually, congratulations, guys. You got through all that content in less than two hours. Very impressed. I am um, <laughs> But we wanted to uh, open up some questions to the people that are in the chat right now. So if you have a question for the panel as a whole, for an individual, just go ahead and type it in the chat. We'll go ahead and we'll grab a couple and we'll answer them. So um, once you guys are done entering the raffle, so just go ahead with that exclamation, sometimes you. And, uh, well, while we're waiting, um, there mm -hmm. was a, a bonus burning question um, submitted anonymously, but I put it up for voting with the fire symbol. Um, what does oh. Big L actually do for this podcast? That is a great question. Who would like to answer that one? You know, I just got here and I don't really know. <laughs> no, I've been I, here almost I, from the beginning, and I'm not sure either. So unless I missed something in those first six weeks. All right, we'll move on because there is a question in the chat uh, from Alex R. Davies. Uh, he just asks uh, favorite moments from the first 101 levels of uh, Achievement Hunting 101. So mm. I I'm reading the chat uh Smitty, so that I can actually direct conversation. Elle's just reading the chat because he's distracted. So, um, <laughs> well, I have an answer to that question. All right, go for it. Um, it is when we had Fighter Chip guest star for the first ever time, and we got like five, four, three, two, one, clap. And then Kenny's like, "Oh, welcome to Achievement Hunting 101." And then he just hear like, "F U L." <laughs> that was it. That was the start of the episode. It was fantastic. <laughs> Easily a highlight. Love you, Chip. Thanks for that. Oh <laughs> Except anyone? he didn't say F for anyone who didn't hear that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. I had a lot of bleeping to do. Oh, there was a lot of censoring on that one. Oh, man. Is that the same, uh, the same episode? That, was it? Did Walker describe him as being in a bathtub on the freeway? Was that the same yeah. episode? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he not. That was his spec ops. <laughs> Walker has the best... Uh, derogatory comments <laughs> about things. Waka, could you just tell us things you hate just for a minute? <laughs> Are you looking at me? PC I try to not hate things. <laughs> I just keep it away from me. Uh -oh. uh, so, knee-jerk answer for best moment for me, and this has actually been say said before, but it was just that good, was the Hawken boost. It was just... <laughs> it was just so good and you know we brought up a little bit ago about Elroy like never playing multiplayer games and him joining into one is so rare and him joining into one and that's where the joke of the June bug came in and I thought he killed Prue because Prue was laughing so hard like, yeah I was pretty sure Prue wasn't going to make it 
like I didn't I, know I people really, really talk like that. <laughs> that was one of those things I really wish I streamed at that point, so we could, I could have captured that and had that for prosperity because it was just that good. I have a couple. Um, besides this lovely live show, which probably going to eclipse anything that we say, uh, I have two. Uh, one was be when we did the Vayner recap. Yes. And uh, <laughs> that, that was that was really fun to put together. Uh, I love this rendition of this song that Skeptical Mario made for us. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, I, it was just it was just a really good show and a really good into a year of uh, some good games. And with good. that, uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> I always have to hear it. With that, I do want to give away a Vayner right now in the chat to subscribers, just so you know. So get in for the newest Shantae game right there. Secondly, I want to note my favorite story from the podcast. Which would be the one, I think it was like on episode two. And that was when the rats pissed all over the jet ski. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm not done with that one. Oh, oh my God. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> it will a... make a comeback in the future, in near the near future, I hope. Oh, man. Yeah, I think a favorite recent memory has been uh, people coming together for the Daisy server, which we know is is now slowed down. But it was cool to see the community come together and all get in there and figure out the game together. And Corey being responsive to like, dude, there's a hundred rifles, but not one single knife to shave with. Like, can we make this happen? Um, so that was a really good time. I enjoyed seeing uh, over the more recent history of the podcast. As much work as that was, that that was very fun and rewarding to do. I think our last count, we had more than 60 completions just from our server. Yeah. The, uh, I think one of my favorite moments, uh, recent moments, uh, and since our last live show <laughs> was doing the, uh, the episode with Dino Bull. Um, I, I no. mean, <laughs> I never quite had a uh, uh, a co-host that just you know talked so much. I mean, just uh, really was very elaborate <laughs> with his answers and just really painted a picture for everybody so that they were. It was like they were there, and uh, it, it just carried through the whole, whole episode. And uh, <laughs> you, haven't seen that one, uh, you might go check out that one. You you'll get. He, to he responded in chat. I'll work with it. Well, this actually leads nicely into uh, another question that was asked in the Twitch chat. Uh, Ahizo asked, uh, who has been your favorite person to co-host with? Oh, I think Foof should answer that. Oh, wait, man. wait, wait. Foof, you got to pick one. Gun to your head. God. God. Gun to your head, Foof. Mm. That's that. That's that's hard. <laughs> what the <laughs> frick was that? We do. Hey. Oh, that was so loud. <laughs> Rip headphone users. Adam, I got my first try. You, you don't remember? No, this this gun this is in the little. 
the trigger finger is getting a little itchy. Listen, the, the Twitch user, the, the patron, the sub, Ahizo has asked this incredibly difficult question of you. We've delayed enough on your behalf. Who's your favorite person to co-host with? I see, I, as I'm saying this, I see eight pairs of eyes staring me down, saying you must pick me. <laughs> So, what you make your favorite kid? And a rabbit. Okay, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's close um, It's been a joy to record with everyone. I get all this kind of stuff out of the way. Um, You've been shot by now. Oh, I would have been shot. <laughs> I don't dead, know. Man. You are long dead. I am long dead. Honestly, if I have to just give one, it's probably Elroy just because it is. I, uh, I, I, I don't know what to expect. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ever know what to expect. The The conversation could go in any point at any time. You are probably the most unpredictable person I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We have to go get the Mexican food again soon. We do need to get some more Mexican food. You come back to D.C., we're definitely going. You got it. Anyone I don't. Else? I don't want to steal anyone's thunder. Um the review that you and I did on some game with like oh, dragons or something that's also and Domenico that was fantastic that was one of my favorite interactions that I've done on here and that was with you oh my but gosh, I'm just gonna really I just gotta give a shout out to my buddy Elroy anything we do it's always a pleasure my man oh man I, I feel you that another great moment was when Waka and I did the dead age uh dead age review god like episode 20 or something like that. That was forever ago because that was the first time I actually spoke to Waka. So that was that was great. Yeah. I don't think anyone actually played the age after that review, even though we <laughs> didn't really. Yeah, we tried to be kind to it. And uh, yeah, I don't think anyone actually got interested in the game. <laughs> I don't think so either. <laughs> Probably the same thing from our Dead uh, our Dead Rising review as well, where we tackled the entire freaking series in in an hour. I think it was all ten games <laughs> and the movies. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that was ambitious. I'll, I'll <laughs> I have a, another question here, uh, which is not video game related. And we're going to do this, uh, oh, I guess, lightning round style. No, it's not a tough question. It's just everyone's going to answer quickly, and I'll uh, I'll prompt you, and you'll answer. Uh, the question is very simply: favorite food, Kenny? You first. Mm, steak. Devin. Uh, buffalo wings, hot wings. Waka. Lamb curry. X. Macaroni and cheese. Kush. Ooh, uh, mm, mm, mozza rapers. Ah, oh, so good. <laughs> you stole my answer. Another good podcast moment. <laughs> How could you not pick me, Foof? I'm sorry. El. Sure. It, it, it was. It's difficult. No, I would have picked that right Um, <laughs> I will say sushi. Oh, why didn't I think of sushi? Good choice. Mm. All right. Oh, man. Protein. <laughs> just, just like, like Soylent? <laughs> Elroy, I knew you were going to say something anti-carb, so See, just, exactly here's the giant plate of carbs for you, okay? <laughs> oh, God. That's exactly Boring. what I'm talking about with Elroy. It's so just, I don't know where this is going to go. <laughs> Corey, you're, you're up. 
Elroy, don't listen. A beefy five layer burrito. No, man. <laughs> I, care, I care about you. And I'm going to steal Toad Style Venom's answer from the chat, Bulgogi, which is absolutely delicious. I don't even know. All what right. It is. <laughs> it is Korean no, beef, like barbecue. It's it's so good. So if you ever see it somewhere, I would completely recommend ordering it. Um, the next question I have here is from Prue, who specifically asks L, um, why did you bone foof so hard this week in Halo? <laughs> <laughs> um i mean i boned him before we started on the chat as uh, well that's gonna be a clip but um, <laughs> listen foof didn't get the job done he had one extra second but you know what i remember in halo reach is him just betraying us over and over and making um uh, uh other things <laughs> take longer so he kind of had this coming it's all contextual Okay, I, 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 okay, no, I, I can't argue that one. That, that is, this is true. <laughs> okay, maybe I'm less mad at L now because that is kind of karma. Um, <laughs> karma, 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 chameleon. That's for it comes fun. and goes. <laughs> it comes so and up, goes. Next up, we have a question from Oz, Ozbuff Fanatic, which is actually a, a more real question we can <laughs> dig our teeth into. Uh, if you could get any game from the original Xbox remastered for current consoles with achievements. So to be clear for Kenny, from the original Xbox remastered for current <laughs> consoles with achievements that hasn't been done, what game would you most like to see? And I'll go ahead and let you answer first. Uh, this one's a tie. It's between Mecha Salt and Morrowind. I don't care which one it is. It Bring out a special edition. I will pay whatever price you want. I want both of those games remastered with achievements so very badly. Awesome. Um, does anyone else want to jump in or you want me to just uh, go through and I, call on you? I, I, I have a trap for the Sega CD. That, that's that's great, Devin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Morrowind, was, he stole mine. He had to be like, I'm going to pick two and one of them's Devin's. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll take one. Obvious answer. Yes, Waka? The obvious answer is Knights of the Old Republic. But I'm going to go a bit left field and say Breakdown. The first person, I don't even know what it is, a <laughs> beat-em-up maybe? It's a <laughs> really strange story told in first person back in back when they just didn't do that. And it opens with you eating in first person and then vomiting. So, oh, wow, well, that's great. I had that game. That I was that was weird. Breakdown. <laughs> I don't think most people got very far into it because it was really, really difficult. Of course, Walker goes for the also you time travel by new. Yeah, right. Um, I want to just note that a couple people on the chat uh, noted that they would like to see Jet Set Radio Future. Any opinions on that one? That'd, that'd be pretty dope. But Jet Grind Radio. Mentioned that and Freak seconded it. The OG is on there. On the Dreamcast. I was one of five people that owned a Dreamcast. <laughs> hey, I owned one too. I had a Dreamcast also. Well, oh, I well you're all three here. Of five right here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Michelle. I left mine out in the rain. <laughs> oh, God. It was a wet I... Dreamcast. <laughs> Someone let on the Dreamcast in the ring. <laughs> uh, there's there's love for Dreamcast, at least from Alex R. Davies. 
who feels that Dreamcast yes. is the best console. Um, I had fun. And, um, yep, it's actually, it's, I had fun just making um, totally. The, Yes, that radio is on the Xbox. It's uh, a arcade title. Yep. I don't think that's Jet Set Radio Future, though. Which... No. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, that, radio. yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. Yeah. The other one. I was going to say I enjoyed making totally legal uh, copies of uh, Dreamcast games, and um, yeah. I know the game that always comes immediately to my mind is Psychonauts, which I know is also on. Uh, I believe it was on GameCube, maybe. I, I but I played it on Xbox. I only played one or two games on the original Xbox, and that one really stuck with me. But hopefully, we'll get Psychonauts two before the Series X is obsolete hardware. Can I just chime in? No one, no one has mentioned Blinks yet. Blinks the Time Sweeper. I wonder why. Yeah, this, there's, there's <laughs> That's such a good game. <laughs> it's, oh, I man. Think it's swept from time. <laughs> That's the reason I okay, got Psychonauts my, my PS two. I, I pre-ordered links. I'll, I'll admit to that. Let's put There's an X in Xbox. the title. That makes it cool. Yeah. I, I would remaster uh, Munch's Odyssey, Oddworld Munch's Odyssey in a oh, heartbeat. Good oh, good call. I forgot about that. Good call. I'm munching right now. Favorite Xbox game. <laughs> munch, munch, munch. And it, it's not like an exclusive, but we've talked about it recently in the Discord too, but Tony Hawk Underground I had oh, on OG yeah. Xbox. Yeah. I didn't know that was on I would Xbox. play the crap out of that one again. I played it on PlayStation, but yes, that's definitely a good one to get remastered. Hopefully that comes soon. <laughs> All right, I've got a, a couple more here. We'll we'll go through and then move on to wrapping up. So uh Jay Black asks, what was your favorite guest or interview? <laughs> I know Elroy's answer. Besides that guy that just wouldn't shut up, my gosh, that that dino bull, that, that dino bull in a china shop, man. Uh, <laughs> I was. Uh, <laughs> I would have to go even further back than that, and uh, I have to say that I thoroughly enjoyed interviewing old uh, old Jakey from England. Uh, with uh, NASCAR drivers being like broom, got to turn left broom, oh, got to turn left broom. Yeah, that was. I had no idea how that interview was gonna go, and oh man, it was all over the place. Uh, I know it was L's favorite, so uh, I had to make sure to bring it up. I, 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 I mean, yeah, it was <laughs> totally. I love that we got redemption denied on here a few times. Oh yeah, actually. Because not only is he like a super cool dude just from talking to him in the Discord, but he is honestly a really big deal to any Xbox achievement hunter. Like, you know Stallion, you know Smirnov, and you know Red. And, I mean, I'm basically on a first-name basis with the guy. Well, aren't you Assuming his first name is Red. So. <laughs> <laughs> and he told good, us about the work again. Good one. <laughs> Yeah, I enjoyed uh, having Carnage on the podcast in the early days. Uh, he's another one that's uh, up there in terms of recently past a million. So he's another recent millionaire and uh, has definitely helped us out in the past, too, with code drops and such. So it was good to have him on the show and hear some of his experiences as well. Yeah, episode five. That was early going. That's very sure was. Sure was. Well, we, we got to work on more of them guests. That's what I'm hearing. We do. Hey, patrons. <laughs> it's been great having Sarah on the show. She's always wonderful when Ooh. she's on the show. P-Tart. I'm sorry. Sarah. <laughs> Sarah um, with an H. Yes. <laughs> I uh, remember her. <laughs> she's around. She's around. Yeah, I got my Mountain Dew Michigan for her. 
All right, I got uh, three more questions here. We're going to go through unless anyone see something really interesting pop up in chat and we'll get that uh, added toward the end. So first up is Carpe Adam 79 who asks, what should the next big boost game and uh, what should the next big boost game be? And can we boost PUBG yet? Uh, Waka? Can you boost PUBG yet? <laughs> you can boost PUBG. You don't really need to since there are a lot of bots running around that are easy to kill. <laughs> Poor Prue. What happened to Prue? Um, Stan called him the worst host ever for two podcasts. <laughs> and he said, yo, I'm bro. I'm right here. <laughs> Prue, I second that, and you suck at not putting on a grunt birthday party. Also, yeah, just want to okay. point that out. We will. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll clarify that. Back me up. So, <laughs> for those that play Halo, what's the one skull you put on, no matter what? Blind. Uh, no. Damn. Foiled again. Party. You always put <laughs> that on there, so when you get the headshot, you hear the bloop. Yay! No, he never puts it on. And he does. When we went for a part. When we went for part times, you never put on the time. When we went for part scores, you never put on the score. <sighs> so for anyone interested in playing PUBG, <laughs> why don't you instead play Cuisine Royale with me at some time? Uh, there you go. I, I did see some interest uh, on Discord and in the surveys a little bit for Destiny 2. So that's something that might be coming at some point. Boosted? I don't know if it could be boosted, but you need to be in in like clans where you work on different um huh. I, I don't know exactly what it's called but you work on different tasks together some of those nightfalls and raids you need a pretty big group to do um well not a big group but you need a coordinated group of non-randoms randoms is just a good way to waste three hours of your life <laughs> <laughs> oh, sounds like you're talking hours. from experience here i mean we I were random 100 hours it's true uh Kenny, did you World say you have a good answer? I say the Elder Scrolls Online. It's on Game Pass. Is that something where you can make a a crew sort of like in Gems of War where you're sort of loosely connected but not necessarily in the same space at the same time? Uh, I think. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> I just I want to have the Elder Scrolls completion like series completion and that's like the one that's going to stand in the way because it's going to require like a gajillion hours. Darn MMOs. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't started it yet, there's a few unobtainables, so that's never going to happen. Wow. Do you think? Rip that stream. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, buddy. Kingsman actually mentions in the chat uh, Saints Row 2 boost. And there's. Oh, I'm sorry, Al. It is free as of today. Mm hmm. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. So that game is a, a game with Games with Gold title. So I think a bunch of us are probably going to be looking to jump on that soon so if there's interest in that we can certainly start coordinating uh that and smittle asks i think in a not real way about fantasy star online too and who's coming with him to play that uh not volunteering but if anybody wants to there's that as well Ooh, i'm just, i'm busy that day <laughs> yeah sorry smitty i i yeah. gotta return some videotapes yep. <laughs> i'll also throw out sea of thieves would be a good one See if these has potential. I just, <laughs> yeah, I just don't see any of us committing to that. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, uh, let's move on here. Um, Saucy Slingo asks another question specifically for Kenny. Oh boy, when are you going to beat Flappy Goat? 
for God's sake. <laughs> I, knew, I knew it was that. As soon as I heard Saucy Slingo and question for Kenny, it was either one of two things. It was either Flappy Goat or when am I going to eat the ghost pepper? And honestly, I, I really both. don't want to do either. I think yes, both. Why actually. not make it the same day? <laughs> because I don't hate to myself celebrate. that much. On the live stream, like that's how you get subs. Yeah, I think we passed our sub goal to eat the pepper while playing Flappy Go and dancing in Victorious. <laughs> this sounds horrible. If if you if we get five hundred subs, I will volunteer him to eat the hot pepper. Oh, <laughs> oh that is awesome. I will just voluntarily eat the hot pepper if we get one hundred <laughs> subs. If, if we get five hundred subs, I will get a Carolina Reaper and eat it. There, I'll for email sure. this. Email this web zone and we will eat hot peppers. In my hand, I have ass blaster. It's a liquid with Carolina Carolina Reapers. I'm a bit afraid of this, but here goes. Yeah, Waka. Don't go, Waka. It's too late. Cheer Waka on, everyone. Oh my God. This this is why we love Waka so much. (laughs) What a great way to spend five in the morning eating the hottest thing imaginable. I like Fug with the voice of reason might have been a bad choice. (laughs) He stayed up late for this. Are you not entertained? (laughs) All right. One more question here. If if anybody else has another question they want to uh, throw into the chat, uh, maybe we'll see if we can get to it. But we need to move on to a couple other pieces of business. So this final question here is another one from Jay Black. And it is, what is one feature from any console that you wish Microsoft would bring to Xbox? One feature? A feature, yeah. Good games? Oh. Um, Dang, dang, Josh fired. Damn it, Dave, it's not a rock band mic. (laughs) So I I actually have a legitimate answer. And I know it's kind of existed in the past, but not quite the same. But the Wii U with the the touchscreen thing, it was really nice yes. for games with inventory management because you'd have your game on the screen on your TV and you could just do whatever in the menu and inventory, you know, on your controller. So that would be really nice to set up like a new smart glass or something and just have that on Xbox games. That would be cool. That's cool. That's a good answer. That's a good I would, answer. And I, I like, like I know some games kind of had smart glass integration, but not not like I'm referring to here. <laughs> he had a name. <laughs> Remember the original Xbox, and you could like rip CDs to it. I want to rip my yeah. CDs. Oh yeah, you could. You could. You put, yeah, no WWF games. You could make entrance music with your uh, ripped CDs. Yeah, and then uh, Tony Hawk Underground. Times. I would skate around listening to Hybrid games. Theory. It was. Awesome. I would play Amped uh, listening yeah, to Meteora because I was yeah, so. Man. I was so edgy. I was an edgy teen. Uh, <laughs> Dynaball. In all fairness, I still listen to Hybrid Theory and Meteora. So, you're an edgy man. It's I'm an edgy thirty year old man. Has sub twelve subscriptions. You the man, Dinable. All right, what's forty eight more? Come on. <laughs> now, Jay Black says he expected 
uh, more features, snap out, uh, shout outs for Snap. But I think the way the question was phrased made it sound like it was from a non-Xbox console. Um, yeah, I, 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 I like the X's answer a lot, not just for uh, touchscreen <laughs> purposes, but for uh, going to the toilet purposes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're we're kind of getting there with if Project mm. X Cloud finally moves on to like your Surface or plays well yeah. on your mobile devices. There's some potential for that to actually happen. Yeah. I I keep this handy right by my bedside so that I can whoa, whoa, cloud whoa, it up whoa. when I wake up. Whoa. <laughs> Why don't you be more specific for the audio listeners? Yes, yeah. Audio. No, I deliberately was like not. He keeps this handy over the here. audio. <laughs> Please excuse me while I whip this out. Ah, <laughs> oh, that was. Can we just talk about how amazing Blazing Saddles is for like four seconds? Can we just do it? I think we just did. Okay, yeah. good. We're done. That's all I needed. <laughs> you saw a movie from. Basically, the answer is any anything that brings the fusion of of toilet to the console just the fusion of the two together i think that is what we're all looking for oh that's why i just have the console and the tv just hooked up right in my bathroom y'all didn't do that (laughs) Uh, i have a question Uh, from nobody just for myself walker are you okay uh, he's like that's enough that's the start of all my days. Walker, uh, has your ass been blasted? Yeah. Well, I, I think that happens tomorrow. <laughs> blaster. Blaster. Yeah, that's, that's like four blaster. hours from now. Blaster. Blaster. <laughs> the blast yeah, of jalapeno. If, if Walker just no posted a Discord blaster, we know why. <laughs> no idea how I'm supposed to eat all of this. I'm just going to give it to unsuspecting guests. One at a time. Yeah, just put it out in a candy bowl. Like Halloween or something. <laughs> all right, I think that's all the uh, questions we had from the Twitch chat. So thank you, everyone, for giving us some questions to answer. And I think we can move back to some of our regular podcast business. All right. Well, the only thing that we want to talk about with the regular podcast stuff is the gamer tag challenge, and I'm going to throw this over to Nate. Yeah, so uh, is it? No, it's not quite midnight. Uh, but July's gamer tag challenge is Philip Wendell, who I think is in the chat. Yes, there he is. Yeah. Hi, Ooh, Philip Wendell. Hey, Philip. Uh, and he has chosen Outer Wilds as his game, and our bonus bonus that we've chosen for him is achievements with a given name in the title. So example, Wendell's story from Far Cry 5, or what about Bob from Halo Master Chief Collection? Limit one achievement per game. Standard rules apply. That's a good bonus. I like that. And we will be doing the uh, the drawing for the last uh, Gamertag Challenge uh, next week. So you still have like an hour to work on Freaky Row if you want to. Just get all that into the spreadsheet, correct? You can work on Freaky. If sure. You yeah, that's how. Yeah, that's how clocks work. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, with that, let's get into proclamation point. Should we have Proc- Elle horribly announce this for old time's sake? <laughs> my old echo, my Either him or Corey do with a fancy voice. Proclamation point. Proclamation nice tax impression. Point. Proclamation point. Proclamation point. Or both. Uh, <laughs> you want an X? Proclamation point. There we go. <laughs> All right, Corey, while you have the fancy voiceover, why don't you do completion? 
completions. The Joe Dean has reached a new milestone of 140 completed games. Freaky Row, 160 games. Retro Chief, 1969, 165 games. Icefire TN, 225 games. Philip Wendell, 240 games. Kingsman, 430 games. Big L has completed 480 games. Pitar has finally hit a milestone. She would be out Finally. God. <laughs> Come on, Pizzart. Triple Triad, Triple Seven has reached a new milestone of 595 completed games. Elroy OMJ, 640 completed games. RPG Davy at 665 completed games. And Toad Style Venom at 895 completed games. Uh, Philip Wendell also has, has a completion percentage of 65%. Oh, I don't know. This felt Elroy. like there should have been a reaction. <laughs> <laughs> Elroy, um, you do the streaks. Oh, man. All right. So we're toes. so proud. We're so proud of Israel and NBA Kirkland, Wanda's husband, for their 10-day streaks. That's amazing, uh-huh. y'all. The moose. The moose <laughs> is loose on a 25-day streak. Congratulations, Koosh. Uh, Chesno 175 day. That was quite a jump there from Koosh to uh, Chesno. Uh, Lady Licky, congratulations on her 200 day achievement streak. Nice uh, job, Death- lady. Yeah, uh, Death Dealers, another lady, uh, 700 days. Uh, that's a little more than uh, Lady Licky's 200 there. Uh, Prue, oh, lady, uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 nice one. Uh, 1,575 day. Uh, did that one sneak through? Um, why don't you write us back when you get 1,600? Uh, Fug, <laughs> one year achievement streak. My nice. gosh. Man, time flies. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. X is currently on a thousand achievement win streak. Uh, I don't know why. Um, Quarantine is awesome. That's why. <laughs> All right. <He's> so, <laughs> and I hear he's a millionaire. Uh, <laughs> vulgar... Who do you hear that <laughs> from? Not me. <laughs> uh, the mm. vulgar Latin one is uh, two thousand. Uh, just to you know, make X look you know not as impressive, doubling him up. And then Dunko's uh, is out of order with his five hundred achievement <laughs> streak, uh, which probably should have been mentioned earlier. So we normally don't mention this sort of thing, but MDP73 pulled a frame and got to 99 days on an attempt at a 100-day streak and made sure to mention it so we could make sure to mention it because he was trying for that 100 days. So just wanted to give a shout for that 99-day attempt. Rip. <laughs> He's got 99 <laughs> days, but a streak ain't one. I just heard Pac-Man. It was better in my head. Nintendo Classic dying there. <laughs> uh Devin, why don't you take it over with ratio and achievements one? Oh boy. Uh, Chesno has reached a new milestone uh, of 1.3 TA ratio uh, for achievements one. Woo. Uh, Saban Rothschild has reached a new milestone of 9,250 achievements one. Philip Wendell has reached a new milestone of 10,500 achievements one. Freaky RO, or Freaky Row. I, I don't know, man. I'm sorry, dude. I'm just I'm making it up as I go along. Uh, it's reached a new milestone of 11,500 achievements podcast. one. Uh, what the fuck has reached 16,000 achievements one, as has Mr. Moose. Great job, dude. 
16,000 <laughs> achievements one. Mike Pitch, uh, 16,250 achievements one. The Joe Dean, 23,000 achievements one. Elroy OMJ, uh, 24,500 achievements one. Wakapale has reached 25,500 achievements one. And X the Hero is on 27,500. Hey, great job, guys, personally, from me to you. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> That's from me back to you. Thanks. Uh, Waka, why don't you do gamer score? Uh, that would require me to have the document in front of me, which <laughs> I do not. Okay, uh, Michelle, why don't you do gamer score? <laughs> All right, I think I can handle that, except for I can't handle that for a sentence. But moving on, Hatton90 has reached a new milestone of 140,000 gamer score. Doughboy is now at 165,000 gamer score. Chesno at 185,000 gamer score. Seamus McLimey now has 390,000 gamer score, as does Bastion Reader. Vulgar Latin has a new milestone of 630,000 gamer score. Kingsman is somehow out of order at 620,000 gamer score. And X the Hero has continued to grow past a million into 1,030,000 gamer score. Totally retired, though. Totally, totally retired. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> I, hold on, Elroy got thirty thousand in like two weeks. It took me four months, man. Yeah, but what did you oh, die? You're still outscoring me. You dived and endless legend. That doesn't say anything though, Foof. <laughs> endless <laughs> legend. I think, I think Jeffy has outscored you, and he's a panda. <laughs> like, didn't you also do all those Japanese games too? Like, come on. I did. There's a story there. It's not for today, but I'll allow it. If you say so. There's a story. Uh. Uh, Osbuff Fanatic says in chat uh, he hit 465,000 and Philip Wendell just got to 300,000 gamer score yesterday. So um, definitely congrats to both of you. If you're not already friends with the AH101 profile on TA, it's complicated. So if you can't find <laughs> it there, just message one of us in the Discord. We'll make sure to get you added so we can get you on the milestone feed. At staff and someone will get you on. Uh, Nate, you do TA score. Okay. Chesno with 240,000 true achievement score. Hat 90 with 250,000 achievement score. Death Dealers with 350,000 true achievement score. Philip Wendell, that's a name I've heard before. 480,000 true achievement score. We have Saban Rothschild with 530,000 TA. What the fuck with 780,000. Ahizo with 790,000. Bastion Reader with 890,000. Vulgar Latin with 930,000, RPG Davy with 1,040,000 true achievement score, Fighter X 93, 1,060,000 true achievement score. We have Matriarch, or also known as Matriarch, if you're Kenny, 1,080,000 TA score. I haven't done that in a while. No, it's not in a while. It's a callback. <laughs> Matism with 1,150,000 TA. Kingsman 2625 with 1,150. Prue with 1,290,000 TA score. Oh, there's a page break. Toadstyle <laughs> with 1,400,000 true achievement score. Word documents are difficult. And Wakapale with 1,520,000 TA score. Which I will hit once again soon, since I flew by it up to 1,520,000 using Minecraft. Now I'm below one one and a half million again. <laughs> Got to be wary of those day one DLC drops or title update drops. Yeah, I'm no longer in G-Task, so I'm totally fine with it. 
All right. And L, why don't you round it out and do the leaderboards? Oh, you left me so much. Thanks. You're welcome. Oh, well, I didn't uh, get anything, you know. So I mean, really. Yeah, well, well, yeah if you're going you to alternate, X L? can do it. Do you want to alternate, L? You do the first one. X can barely read. Right, just take it, wow. X. Yeah, take it. I'll do the, I will do the okay. life event. All right, cool. So Saban Rothschild is now in the top five of the TA leaderboard for strategy and turn base. That's pretty cool. Jablack is top 10 of Nova Scotia TA leaderboard for action adventure. So top 10 out of, you know, 12 people. Kingsman 2625, <laughs> top 10 of Washington Gamer Score leaderboard. And Philip Wendell, who is dominating this doc today, top 5,000 of USA Achievements Completion Percentage leaderboard. I thought that was Nova Scotia. Nova ah. Scotia. <laughs> That's where Chewie's from. Dinoble. You owe us like 10 more subs for that one. Oh, love you, buddy. <laughs> I want to give a big happy birthday shout out to X the Hero. Turned the big 3-0 yesterday. Michelle turned oh, something or other today. <laughs> and uh, she also got 500 completions. And a bunch of other milestones, and we've been doing a lot of rats. So good job, everybody. If your name was not red, get good. Or friend I mean, podcast um, friend profile. the account. Yeah, <laughs> friend the podcast. I think I also add if you have a milestone that means a lot to you and you want to come on and talk about it, Boy. send me a message. We'll or me, on. either of us. We're, we're both yeah. pretty adept. At that yeah. segment for milestone musings. Yeah, hit us up in milestones. All right. Before we get before we end this, we have one last thing, and that is not Xbox trivia. For this episode, it's gonna be podcast trivia. Ooh. What? Plot thickens, man. Oh boy. All right. So <laughs> toast, Nate. Toast. The answer is toast. What do people want? So <laughs> my question. <laughs> it's been a while since I heard that. So my question for all of you, besides this level, so don't count level one one oh one because it's not published yet. If you were to look on our podcast feed, obviously we have a hundred levels, but in the earlier days we've done we did a bunch of B sides and some extra content. My question Someone said the you is how many total entries, if you were to look at our podcast feed, what would there be? How many? So how many? So obviously a hundred levels plus how many B sides or extra content do you think there is? Do we just say it or are we DMing I, I DM you? you. Oh damn! Okay, I'll text you. Okay. Hold on, I gotta. Oh boy! <laughs> uh, damn it! That's more entertaining than your question, Foof. Um. What's the question? I gotta find. That was, gotta, you saw it, they appreciated that, that. That's all that matters. Are any of them close without naming names? Yes, some of them are close. Nice. Okay, hold on. I finally found a DM. Okay. okay. I feel like I should pull a Chewy and just send you. Oh, repeat the 30. question. So, how many total entries of shows have we done since we over the years since we've started this? So obviously we have a hundred levels. How many with that, and then how many B sides and extra content episodes? I'm wondering if, if anyone knows how many total entries in a pot. And like, if you're looking at your podcast feed, would there be of the show? 
And I'm looking at chat to anyone food. Patreon exclusive content. I amended mine, uh, yes. Fufu. Just not counting the Patreon stuff. This also is the answer for how many licks it takes to get the Tootsie Roll Center of a Tootsie Pop and <laughs> how many roads must a man walk down before you can call him a man. So, 42. Lady Licky knows the answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I always ask Mr. Owl. So, I'll go ahead and read off everyone's back. answers. L, a- L answered 130. Nate answered 69 plus 42, which is 111. <laughs> 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 Michelle did 114. Ah, vulgar Latin 124. Corey's 114. Wacapel is 120. And X to Hero is 133. Hey, I texted you now. All right, and Elroy texted said- me. Grab my phone. <laughs> so, and uh, Elroy does 122 because he doesn't know how to use Discord. <laughs> so the answer is actually 114. Oh, Ooh. wow! Yeah. My Corey's smile that he had the right answer. <laughs> who got it first? Peter. Excuse me. Uh, Shout out to the to the Twitch room. Jay Freeze guessed 113. So that was that was pretty solid. Good job. Yeah, Nate guessed 111. He always he's always right there. Technically, Corey got it first because Michelle couldn't find her DM. I, I yeah, there, I have so many DM windows now, so good I was job, like, Stan, scrolling through. Good job, Stan. Well <laughs> played. Stan is so good. <laughs> 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 right on the head. Darn that internet lag. <laughs> Let's go I get some bulgogi. Looked at it today. It's in it to you guys. Uh, it's like he read my mind. He knew I was going to answer that question, or I was going to ask that question. You have the other- that is a question. <laughs> I'll ask the people not in this chat. <laughs> oh, Wakas disappeared. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, right. Right. All right. Yeah, <laughs> I said in the chat that his ass has officially been blasted now. <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> He's blasting off again. Yeah. Do you have more? Yeah. Nah, that's the only trivia question I got. Right, well, let's, let's ask the other side of that. Um, Kush X and Matriarch and Fufu are not allowed to answer. Uh, everybody else is fair game. Okay. How many downloads has Achievement Hunting 101 received? Uh, Not counting YouTube, I think. Does that include the old, the old? Uh, it may, it may not actually. I don't know. I know when it, we may not, over. it may not count pre-conversion to Podbean. Do you want me to just DM you? Slide into your DMs. Well, we we can play higher or lower here. So just yell it out. It's over nine thousand. What like, nine thousand? <laughs> higher or lower? Higher. Mm. How much? Higher? <laughs> <laughs> well, you just got. Just, that's not I'm how this game works. I'm gonna ask Waka. So give me a number. Uh, I'm gonna go with sixty-nine thousand four twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Very specific. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait till we hit that number. Voice. X. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'll just use a, a nice even thirty-eight thousand. Thirty-eight thousand. And Wakapel. Hope your ass is okay. Howard uh, <laughs> has achievement hunting one hundred and one received thus far. 
roughly? 40,000. You guys are shooting for the stars a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> we we are over 17,000 downloads. <laughs> Which is funny. That's, that's pretty cool. Hmm. Good job, Alex R. Davies in uh, the Twitch chat, who guessed 17,170. That's pretty close to accurate. Yeah. yeah. Philip uh, Wendell got 18,000 as well. Mm-hmm. Of course he did. <laughs> he thought someone asked him how old he is. <laughs> oh, Philip. Another, another uh, yeah, Doughboy, I'm pretty sure that this is post-conversion to Podbean. Yep. Uh, close enough, anyway. That's what we yeah, have. Probably. Otherwise, we have like I'll an extra right four YouTube point. views from X the Hero. <laughs> <laughs> They're not all me, man. They're not all oh. me. With a four. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Well, with that, I think it's time to end this. This has oh. been amazing. This has been so much fun. Uh, well, thank you all for listening. You can find us in all the places. Yay, check us out on YouTube. Subscribe. It's free. You can Also, if you're watching live on Twitch or you have, don't know that we have a Twitch, follow that. If you're really cool, you can, you can subscribe to that. Or... You can you if you have t- Amazon Prime, you can get a f- you can give us a free subscription because Amazon and Twitch are partnered and that's cool like that. So you can really support us, technically kind of free in a free way. Uh, if you want to send us a Twitter tweet, by all means, send us one on the Twitter at achievements one hundred one. Uh, Discord. If you're not in Discord, come on now. What's wrong with you? Discord.io slash h one hundred one. I got it this week. I messed it up last week, but I got it this week. Uh, Patreon. Another way, great way to support us, patreon.com slash achievementhunting101. And if you can't support us with the money, we un- I understand. We all understand. Tough times out there. Not everyone has the money. So if you're able to do that, we greatly appreciate it. If not, don't worry about it. No worries. Um, other free ways to support us, like and review us on, on iTunes or whatever your po- platform of choice is. Uh, Corey's going to read them out in his singing auto-tune voice. <laughs> And lastly, if you're in the Discord, and I know I mentioned this last week, we have a survey out. It'll be in the show notes, and uh, the link to the survey is somewhere in the Discord. I think it's in announcements. If you have any feedback for us, please fill out the survey. It goes through everything, Discord, the podcast itself, each segment. You can yell and tell – you can yell at each of us and tell, how, uh, tell each of us how much we suck anonymously so we won't know who it is. Uh, please, <laughs> if you have any feedback for us, but you don't actually want to know us to know who it is that send it, check out the survey. We greatly appreciate it. We have had many talks about about the responses that we got. More feedback, the better. We only it only helps shape the podcast to what you want it to be because we want to be the best that we can be. Um, the very best, like no one ever was. <sighs> there it is. That's the sigh I was looking for. <laughs> All right. Damn Pokemons. Pokemon. Um, I think that's it. So, Twitch that. Thank you for hanging out with us. Sorry we are late, but you guys are awesome. Thank you for all the questions. Thank you to everybody for su- that for the subs. Thank you to all those that gifted subs. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much. This is overwhelming. You know, on the f- level 52 episode, which was our one year, we got immediate support from Patreon, and it was overwhelming. And now you guys come in and again with the subs on Twitch. We have the best community, bar none. 
and it, I love it. It's this is so great. That's one of the best things about doing all this is the community, which is why you should dis- join the Discord. But, Speaking of which, we held back a couple codes just for Discord patrons. Uh, well, I guess age one oh one patrons, and also for our Euro contingency, uh, we held some codes aside for you guys, and we will be distributing those uh, in the next day or so, and we'll give you details in the Discord. Yep. So jump into Discord, take a look. Uh, anyone have anything they want to plug, or did I forget anything? Well, I'd still um, like some um, more people to join the Dreamfall Chapters Game Club. It's a tall ask right now, since the if you go three books in, you're probably looking at 12 to 15 hours of gameplay for discussion on Saturday. Yes. All right. Uh, and uh, we'll be streaming here more frequently. Uh, I'll be starting after the 4th of July streaming uh, Tuesdays and Saturdays, um, if you are interested in that as well. Uh, Michelle will join me on the Tuesdays. I will. We're getting ready, actually, for another It Came From Game Pass vote. So keep your eyes open in the uh, podcast discussion room, and we'll post and tag there when it's ready. Yep. And when it comes to streaming, you can check out the Twitch schedule. I will do my best to try to keep that updated so you can come on there, see who's streaming what, when. Uh, Friday night, I got a Gems of War uh, stream. I know some of you that are listening is like that, but yeah, check that out if you're interested. So, if no one else has anything to add, this has been level 101. Holy freaking crap, that's a lot of episodes. That is amazing. Thank you all for listening. Class is dismissed. Top three AH101 episodes. Number three, level 52. Number two, level 101. And number one, level seven. Have a nice day, everyone. Bye. Bye. Patriots suck. (laughs) Bye. Go get some sun. There it is. That was the dead horse I was looking for. I couldn't believe it took (laughs) it this long for someone to say that. I'm pretty sure Saucy and Stan said it at different points in the Twitch chat. I had to rep them. I had to rep them. I just wanted to, you know, present myself for you. Introduce myself to you, not present myself. That's just, that's not appropriate, daughter of Tamar. Hello and welcome to week two of the Dreamfall Chapters Game Club. I'm Waka Pale, and with me I have Shuey on Ice. Hi there. Book two opens with Kian fighting for his life, being kept alive by magic. He was uh, shot multiple times in the last episode while fleeing from prison. Uh, There's a lot to take in as uh, Kian is trying to survive. There's a lot of people moving around him. Many of the voices are familiar to people who have played the previous games, but uh, once again, as a newcomer, this must have been difficult to follow for you. Yeah, I mean, I didn't realize they had anything to do with the old games. Just a bunch of random people. Most of them are new, but uh, there are a lot of familiar voices. Kian wakes up in an unguarded cell with an open door in the rebels' headquarters. He's not feeling too great after being shot a few times. No. But he's recovering. And I'm sure he doesn't feel great after having magic used on him, because we know how he feels about that. Yeah, he's not a fan. He's not a fan of most things. He's a real bore. Yeah. 
He meets the leader of the resistance, Shepard, and one of the higher-ups, uh, Liko. Uh, Shepard, I don't really know what she's supposed to be. Yeah, that was... Um, I, I wrote her down as Deer Lady, because kind of a, a deer was the closest thing I could... I could kind of figure out. She looks uncomfortable in clothes. And Liko is a giant smurf. Yes, with one eye. Basically a human, but blue. And he's not a fan of Kian. Well, he's probably the least fanish of Kian. Yeah, for good reason. Did you recognize the voice? Yeah, I was going to say, actually, I didn't pick it up straight away, but later on in the in the story when he... Um, has a bit more to say. I was thinking, I know this voice. And, and then I kind of picked it up and, and, and checked it out. And yes, it is one Lee Everett of Walking Dead and Satan from the After Party. He's got a very distinctive voice. He's a very distinctive voice. And uh, yeah, he's voiced by a man called Dave Fenoy. It's amazing how like certain voice actors, you just realize, I, I know that voice. I pick You pick it up and you realize. Yeah, I keep getting distracted every time he speaks and think of Lee instead. Clementine. Yeah, no Clementine in this game. Unfortunately. You get the choice to join the rebellion or refuse. Uh, refusing ends the game and the credits roll. And I saw notice that you did that, Chewie. I did do that. And there's a reason for doing that. Now, I'm not closely following a guide in that I'm exploring and trying to figure out things myself. But the way I tend to play games is I do keep a guide handy for two things, collectibles and missables. And um, although this isn't really flagged as such, when I looked at a, a walkthrough, it was something that was pointed out that um, this is something that is like a one-off thing that you can do and then reload it and, and go through again. So I thought I'd give it a shot. You can't get all the achievements in one playthrough. You have to play it two times. There are no game-spanning collectibles. There are only collectibles in a very limited area but yes i uh i said they said do you want to join and i said no and then she came and said are you sure because if you don't join we're probably gonna have to kill you and i still said no <laughs> and then they leave the door open for you but it seems like a very key and thing to do just sit sullenly in a corner and refuse to participate yeah, and then the door ominously closes and you get to a black screen that says, yeah, you, you, you failed, you died. After accepting to join the resistance, you get to choose to tell Kian's backstory or not. I did definitely do this because I definitely needed the blanks being filled. It was it was quite a helpful recap to kind of catch me up on who he is. Yeah, we've talked about Kian's backstory before, but uh, this was rather brief and covered the most important thoughts and you got to hear it in his voice which helps yeah you kind of got his motivations the way he kind of described how he was quite zealot um, a zealot and um, his encounters with april kind of shook him to the core made him question his own beliefs i kind of I kind of got that yeah, you get a moment to meet the important people of the resistance and uh, there's shepherd who is the leader then there's the Liko. And he hates you for killing his father in front of him. He also promises to kill you once you're no longer of use to the resistance. Yeah, I do like that kind of thread that runs through the whole thing that uh, he regrettably works with Kian, but there's always this threat that once this is all done, he's definitely going to kill him. Kian is kind of okay with that. Yeah. I will kill you. And once this war is over, 
We'll settle our accounts. You will pay for my father's death, my mother's grief, and my people's suffering. Mark my words, Butcher. Your days are counted. Uh, you meet the general. He keeps the resistance stocked and fed. Kian met him earlier, but don't remember where. The player might. Despite being called general, he's more of a quartermaster. Yeah, I just wrote him down as old, old, drunk-sounding bloke. Oh, he was definitely drunk last time you saw him. Right. Uh, you meet the Sid, Enu. The Sid are cat-like creatures. She is very cheerful, but she has no filter whatsoever and uh, always says what comes to her mind. Yes. Yeah, she suffers from foot and mouth disease. I feel that she can be a bit of a divisive character, but I think she's kind of funny. Yeah, there was a few few funny moments. She's she's engaging at least. She's a lot more kind of upbeat than everyone else, which I think you need when everyone else is quite somber. Yeah, the resistance is in a bad spot and uh, they are not very happy apart from Inu. You meet Benrima's sister's son, Jakai. He profiteered from the occupation until his aunt was arrested by Kian. Yeah, I didn't really get much of a sense of him except for the fact that he had a crush on Inu, which I thought was actually probably his primary motivation for being in the resistance. He gave his whole aunt thing, oh, my aunt got arrested. But but I, I really felt like he was more crushing on slash stalking Inu. Kian was the one who arrested Benrima. Uh. Uh, Kian is sent on a mission with Liko and Enu. He is given a potion that should make him unnoticeable to people unless they know you or you interact with them, uh, which sounds very useful if you're trying to keep a low profile. Yeah, it sounds a little bit of a, um, a MacGuffin, a, a pl- like a plot device to make sense of the fact that he can't just walk around a city freely. Uh, under occupation with uh, a bunch of soldiers looking for him. He's literally enemy number one. But how well, I don't know how else they would manage that without him changing his face somehow. Yeah, he has a pretty distinctive face tattoo. Yeah. Uh, the Resistance has a traitor among them, and you need to identify that person. And you also need to find the Mole, who is a criminal overlord, in order to secure supplies to the Resistance. Which I assumed meant Mole in the metaphorical sense, but it discovered... It was literal. Kian uh, makes that assumption as well. If you've played the previous game, you've encountered the mole people before. Right. And none of them were criminals, though. Eno and Liko leaves you to wander the streets of Mercoria to fulfill your mission. I immediately went to the mole, who turns out to be a mole lady. Yeah, quite a distinctive character, quite a memorable one. Talks in kind of broken English. My species, he say. The Azadi, always so tactful, always so sensitive. In my tongue, that name be Panda Panta. It mean tiny folk who sing to earth and shape it, or something like this. It's fancy way of saying we live in muck, know many song and dig deep tunnel. She's kind of like the equivalent of Queenie is to me in the uh, other world this kind of uh, underworld figure. All uh, of the rest of her species were killed by the Asadi. So she's not a fan. <laughs> Another person to add to the list. She is not a fan of Kian at all, but she offers to help him if you intercept a messenger for her. Which goes 
swimmingly. She promises not to hurt the messenger, but, well, we'll see how that turns out. After leaving the mole, a Dolmari boy tries to steal your purse. Bip. Bip's parent has been sent to a re-education camp. He leads you to a National Front meeting. Uh, the National Front are Asadi supporters, and they are very racist. This, this was where it gets quite political. These guys are not fun at all, but it's the best place to find the, the traitor. So in the missable side of things as well, there's an achievement for listening to the entire speech of the guy who runs the National Front, which is delightful. The delightful tirade of bigotry. The leader is named Honor Hilleris, and yeah, he is certainly not a very tolerant person. There's also a miserable achievement for correctly identifying the traitor, who you have to find by going around smelling and looking at people. Yeah, that that's an odd kind of thing, because you'd think with everyone standing there, you know, paying attention, they'd kind of notice someone getting all up in their face. But I suppose he's got his... Um, it's potion, doesn't he? So they don't really notice him or pay attention. Yeah, but everyone is standing in a crowd listening to Honor while Kian goes around. Sniffing them. They're wearing hoods so he can't see their faces properly. I suppose as long as he's not blue they don't really mind. You can also meet the widow of the prisoner that you either killed or let be tortured to death. Yes, and I was expecting her to be sad but grateful of the message that I delivered but uh, she basically told him to go and do one <laughs> yeah, I think this is a more realistic way than in most games where you do something like this and uh, yeah you get their small reward no she tells you to piss off yeah basically I mean you do outright tell her that you're the one who finished him off even if it was for the right reasons it, even if you didn't fi- finish him off she shides you for not killing him and letting him be tortured by guards instead I, either way it's not a happy outcome well it is for the player they get an achievement for it yes uh, after the speech i went to find the messenger who you trick into a deserted area and he is killed by multiple arrows, even though the mole promised not to hurt him. Yeah, so my initial reaction was that it wasn't the mole betraying us, it was something else or someone else. Uh, but it became very clear that, nope, the mole had completely gone back on their word. Their word. Yeah, she gives a short speech that she really dis- doesn't like the Saudi at all. Uh, but she agrees to help the resistance. Before leaving Mercuria, you go to meet Liko and Yanu. They are at the rooster and kitten. Yes, so <laughs> I picked up on uh, the strongly euphemistic naming of that pub. And at one point somebody almost outright says it, what the other words for rooster and kitten might be. I don't know if this podcast is a suitable <laughs> place. They actually renamed the pub. It was called the... <laughs> yeah okay you said it that's okay <laughs> the pub has a picture of a cat riding a rooster <laughs> yeah you see you know amidst all of this bigotry and oppression and racism or speciesism you know there's a few jokes to be had slipped in there filthy ones I don't know if you noticed what the pub right next door was called I uh, don't think so. You might want to check that out next time you wander by the pub. <laughs> uh, 
I'm not going to repeat that one. Okay. Uh, you go to meet Liko and Inu at the ro- Rooster and Kitten. Uh, the barkeep Olivik tells you a lady is waiting for you. The mysterious woman is neither with the resistance or the Asadi. She calls herself Anna and she leaves before Liko and Inu arrives. Yeah, she doesn't really give much away here. She, she's just kind of making her presence known. You know, it's adding another layer of confusion. I'm only just getting settled in with all the different factions. And now we've got another mystery person who isn't part of those factions, kind of, to figure out as well. I haven't counted the important or semi-important characters in this game, but there must be at least 20 of them. Mm. Uh, The gang decides to leave and go back to the headquarters. On their way there, Enu tries to hook Kian up with a friend... But Liko interrupts. <laughs> On their way to the boat, Kian grabs an arrow that is fired at him. Yeah, this was um, it was a cool moment, but I wasn't sure how believable it was. I'd, uh, we haven't really, I haven't seen Kian in action. I've only seen him running away from bullets unsuccessfully and then walking around a town, getting lost. <laughs> at least I was. So for him to suddenly be able to have the cat-like reflexes to grab an arrow that's flying full speed in midair. It's, it was a bit uh, unexpected, to say the least. Yeah, K- Kian is quite formidable in combat, but you've not seen him fight yet. No, he's got mad skills. Then you leave by taking the boat back to the Resistance headquarters. And there's a cutscene where you see the first of the six arriving to Mercuria. She is the leader of the Asadi. It's made very clear that Sai and Vemon are having an illegal affair. The priests and soldiers are not supposed to get intimate. The Asadi have a lot of rules and most of the law breaking leads to death. Yeah, but then there's a, there's a line that comes out later on in the, in the story which says that about how the most repressed societies are the ones that often are the ones that do the craziest stuff or try and break the rules the most. And I think that that's clear here. Yeah, you get back to the resistance headquarters and during a briefing you see a traitor from the previous game. She is the one that gave away April uh, in exchange for her life when Kian was trying to arrest her. Right. Uh, when you see her, you can either turn her in or stay silent. So that confused me because you obviously know that if you've played this first game or second game. And I kind of figured, you know, it's, it gives me the option to say, oh, this person's a traitor or not a traitor. But I wasn't clear myself what they'd actually done to be a traitor. Yeah, th- this is definitely a choice that makes very little sense if you haven't played the previous games and don't know much about April Ryan. Yeah, it's basically just a random person you haven't met yet walking up and then you get the option to say, they're a traitor or not. And I wasn't quite clear. She was the person that healed you up after getting shot. Somebody also mentioned that they thought that she was fond of Kian. (laughs) So part of my justification for not turning her in is that she's one of the few people that seems to maybe like him. Well, I don't think she likes him. I think she feels guilty. Right. After that scene... Kian is angry with Shepard for not telling him about the arrival of some Asadi VIPs. The uh, first of the six, a general and uh, Mother Utana. I can never remember that general's name. All of the all of the leaders of the Asadi are these um, kind of women in white flowing robes. The Asadi are a theocratic matriarchy. 
the leaders are all uh, lady priests, but the military is ruled by the men. Yeah, it reminds me of um, Dune. I can't remember what they're called now, the, the priestesses in Dune. It's a similar kind of setup. Are the Ben Gesserit? That's it. The Ben Gesserit are the priestesses in Dune who kind of rule from the background. A similar kind of theocracy. Uh, the game switches over to Sai and Vamon. Uh, they lie to their superiors and tells them that Kian died in the riot. Yeah, this was quite interesting because you start to see the kind of bureaucracy and politics within the Asali. And uh, there's a lot of power plays, I think, going on in there. You're also told that the prophet is on his way to inspect the engine. And by now you have no idea who the prophet is. No, that that completely went over my head. The things that I picked up in this were that uh, the general chastises Vaman for saying that he basically had Kian died without having a trial. He was never stripped of his title, so he shouldn't have been treated in the way he was. Which is interesting, because you kind of think the way the Asadi are, you think that that's not, they're not ones for due diligence or due process. Oh, they are very much up for due process in the capital, not so much in Mercuria. The arrival of the uh, people from the capital is probably why they wanted Kian dead before they got there. Yeah. Yeah, That's the end of the chapter, and chapter 4 opens with a dream sequence. Oh, this is where it gets weird. (laughs) Zoe dreams of Abnaxus. Abnaxus is also a returning character. He is a Venar, a magical species that don't really have the same concept of time as anyone else does. They live their entire lives at all moments and see all their potential futures at once. They also don't seem to have a concept of physical proportions because he's uh, got a very large face. He does. He does have very large fingers as well. He is a bit creepy looking, but he was uh, one of the good guys in the first game. Yeah, this this is where it gets very kind of cryptic and weird. And it is dreamlike. It is in a dream. But, you know, because of the nature of this game, you're kind of thinking, well, there is there's reality here as well. It's, it's not just a dream. So this is a real person communicating with Zoe. And that just makes it weirder. Abnaxus is kind of difficult to understand at the best of times. And here it's even worse. You are introduced to Lux, the first dreamer. He needs Zoe's help. If Lux dies, the universe will end. Or that's what you're told. Yeah. Abnaxus also mentions Zoe's sister, but as far as Zoe knows, she doesn't have a sister. And I'm sure that you didn't even catch that. No, I didn't pick up on that. Although now I'm thinking back, they mentioned a sister in the very opening dream sequence while she was in the coma, I think. I think the vagabond guy talked about a sister, maybe. Might be misremembering. You wake up in your apartment... And Reza is either there or not, depending on how you treated him in the last chapter. But it's very clear that the relationship is not great either way. Yeah, it's not. It's uh, tearing at the seams a little bit, which is fine. I mean, they're both so bland. (laughs) It's okay. I don't mind too much. Reza is really boring. Yeah. Uh, You get dressed and go to a therapist. As soon as you exit your apartment, you get approached by an eye operative who wants you off the street uh, the eye being uh, the private company that polices propost yeah it, it reminds me um, of the handmaid's tale which has a similar kind of concept of the kind of the taking over by the kind of fascistic 
although in that case religious state and the the, the military police they they use to enforce things are called the eye as well so i think it's probably a, a reference to that if anything when was the handmaid's tale written because the eye have been around since at least 2006 in this game the handmaid's tale was written in 1985 that might be a coincidence or lifted from there but there, there's definitely their presence is a lot more felt in this section than it was in the last one the streets shut off the, the streets are full of eye operatives and there are protesters all over the place and a lot of streets are shut off making navigation even more difficult uh, it's actually kind of difficult to get back to roman's office yeah so it's and it's a bit weird because they shut streets off but they're only shutting it from one direction. You can actually then go around and loop to a different way and, and approach the barrier. So they're just putting up barriers. They're not actually shutting sections down. So you just end up going, getting lost, getting going in loops. Since this is my second time through, uh, I know my way around both Mercuria and Propost. And those are the two areas that you can get lost in. I did find that I'd kind of got to grips with the layout by the second chapter after having spent quite a long time in the first one getting lost i, I kind of familiarized myself with it now propost is certainly more difficult to navigate than mercuria is the uh, the map for mercuria is a, li- a little bit more easy to digest because it has things marked on it and you can kind of see the layout a bit better propost is built in layers and it's kind of difficult to see how things are connected yeah. Outside of uh, Roman's office, the therapist, uh, Nella is waiting for you. You learn from her that Hannah runs a criminal gang called the Dragonflies. Hannah being the girl that you were supposed to look for, the assignment you got from Queenie. The thing is, and, and you know, it, it's obviously the main thrust of Zoe's story at the moment, but because we've just spent the last what, hour and a bit playing as Kayan and completely getting absorbed in a whole other load of characters and storylines, I had to remind myself exactly what who Hannah was and what we were supposed to be doing there. Once at the therapist, he wants to discuss your dreams. Afterwards, you can either flirt with Roman or decide not to. I didn't. Being the good girlfriend. Yes. Well, I don't know. I, I'm feeling increasingly like it's not worth it. There was one thing. There was one thing that I picked up in her conversation with Roman, which became a theme. Was that he says, as like an offhand statement, maybe you just need to wake up, and that kind of stuck with me, especially because it gets mentioned at least once more. Roman clearly knows more things than he's letting on, which is even more apparent immediately after as uh, the mysterious spy visits to discuss Zoe, the guy who was standing outside of uh, Zoe's apartment and uh, bugging her place. Yeah, he's paying Roman to give him information about what Zoe says. You'd think they could just, you know, bug bug Roman's office without having to ask him what she said, seeing as he's already got cameras set up in her house. Well, it's clear that Roman knows more than uh, he would have if he wasn't paid by this mysterious man. Yeah. He's he's vaguely threatening as well. And that he's vaguely threatening to Roman. And then he has a chat on the phone with his superiors and then becomes overtly threatening, into, you know, implying that Roman may have outlived his usefulness. After that discussion, Baruti calls and needs to talk to you. He has discovered some something odd about the social democrats they are receiving money from corporations they shouldn't get money from uh, baruti asks zoe to do some illegal hacking with the help of mira yeah this is when it starts to get 
this is when it's the political all the political stuff started to get kind of interesting to me because you know in a lot of games you'll have you know obviously the fascists painted as the as the baddies and then the kind of liberals or in this case the social democrats as as the kind of whiter than white cleaner than clean goodies but now they're kind of implying that there's quite a lot of gray area in that and i know quite a few detractors from the game imply that it's very pro-liberal but but actually when you you know it looks like no one is free from recrimination or no one is that good potentially even the social democrats on your way to mira you discover that uh, the dragonflies hides underground some kind of uh, sewer or i think they just call them vents once you get to mira she has problems with a door-to-door salesman bot yeah there's a funny exchange where she <laughs> she tries to get rid of the uh, sale bot and then repeatedly tries to engage her defense systems presumably to destroy the bot but fails and gets increasingly agitated yeah mira has kind of a potty mouth and a short temper a short fuse once inside mira is in a really bad mood as usual and she gives you some illegal software to get the data brute is interested in oh yeah more exploring around the city more classic point and click adventuring run around following a signal until it's strong enough that you can see what it's uh, pointing at. So it's excited and feels like a secret agent. <laughs> uh, if you try to go back to Mira before you have done some other things, you can find Shitbot working on her defense systems. Yes, he's living in his element. He's living his best life. Welding, welding, welding. He's, he's so full of joy and exuberance. You have to find a bunch of keys throughout the city, and this part must be really annoying if you're not using a guide. Oh my! God. I had to. Uh, yeah, I had to. I had to refer to a guide on this because I just got completely lost. I got. I got that the dragonflies use the vents in the abandoned ventilation system, and that you need to figure out which vents they use. And I was running around looking at all the vents, and all the vents have a different icon on different color so i thought okay well that must be a key but i had no idea and then uh where was it oh you talk to the map and the map tells you oh you should look at the ones where the vents are are not working and then it gives you the vents on your map so then you go to the vents that aren't working and then and then you get a couple of little cutscenes. you notice one of the dragonflies leaving and dropping something and that and then that kind of starts piecing it together with the keys with the different colors and the and then you can figure out okay the colors for the keys represent that but i couldn't <laughs> figure it out until i looked at a guide and i realized that it had the classic point and click adventure inventory management of combining items or or separating items so you've got the uh, the different parts of the key with the different colors and then you have to you have to take the key apart and then combine it with the different colors so that it works with the different vents that's the bit that's the connection that i just was completely missing and i had to look at a guide for yeah which just kind of feels like busy work yeah there are some other puzzles thrown in while doing this but sooner or later you find hannah's friend who points you in the right direction and then you meet hannah Uh, she's not happy to see you and she threatens you with a knife Uh, she claims to be on the run from people who are controlling the eye. While looking for Hannah, you run into her home underground and she has painted things from Zoe's dream. Yeah, that was an interesting moment. But the, the dream machines are all linked 
via network. So it kind of makes sense that there is elements of people's dreams that are kind of shared, apart from the fact that Zoe doesn't use the dream machine. So and neither does Hannah. Neither does Hannah, yeah. Her friend is an addict. One thing that I found frustrating in this whole section was that you are going in and out of these vent hideouts, and the game has rather long loading times going between chapters at the best of times but in this section in particular because you're having to go in and out in and out in and out it was like for me anyway a minute up to a minute of loading just to go into a a little hideout are you playing on an original xbox Uh, xbox one yeah og on the one x it's bad but not that bad uh, I'm alternating between a original one and the X, and it's significantly faster than the X. It's usually not a problem unless you go to the Mercuria Overworld or Propost. Uh, otherwise, the loading time is not too bad. Yeah, it was this section really, really did it. I mean, it's mostly, like I said, it's just because you're going in, out, in, out, in, out on these different hideouts. And each time you go in and out, it's you know, at least a couple of minutes of loading. It really slows slows down the pacing of a bit that's supposed to be quite kind of tense, I guess. Hannah gives you an item to present to Queenie to let her know that she is okay, but she is not ready to discuss your shared dreams. You deliver the message to Queenie that Hannah is okay. And Queenie, at this point, also said to Zoe, you need to wake up. And that, that when she said that, after the, the shrink had said it, I was like, oh... There's something going on here. They might be working together. That or I went into uh, flights of fantasy of thinking maybe Zoe is in the typical kind of it was a dream the whole time narrative. Maybe she's still in her coma. Mm, That's a possibility. And these are kind of manifestations in her dream world telling her to wake up. You need to wake up. You need to wake up. But I (laughs) I may have just been stretching things a little bit there. We will see where the story goes. Uh, You can then choose whether to accept Queenie's support for the Social Democrats. At this time, you do not know if they are up to something bad or if Baruti has just found something that actually makes sense. Did you ask for her support or not? I admitted that the Social Democrats may not be as clean as they seemed, and she promptly withdrew her support, although she was respectful of my decision to let her know. So personally... She said that she would help me, help Zoe, but uh, that she would not be supportive of the Social Democrats, which for me was actually an outcome I didn't mind because I wasn't invested in the politics side of things anyway and and what Queenie did or didn't do. But she seemed like someone you wanted to have on your side personally. Immediately afterwards, you return to Mirat and you learn that uh, the Social Democrats are indeed dirty, taking bribes and uh, so dirty. collaborating with basically all the parties and uh, Wattecorp. Yeah, so this, like, it wasn't just that they've been a bit shady. It was basically suggesting that every po- every political party, except the <laughs> Marxists, are working together so that whoever wins, they will allow Wattecorp to make the dream machines completely unlicensed and unregulated so that basically everyone is forced to use them. So the Social Democrats are just as bad. There's the kind of fascist group, if not worse, because they're doing it, you know, to say that they're going to regulate the dream machines while in actual fact we'll do the opposite. Yeah, so the only good guys in this scenario, they are, are the Marxists and no one is going to vote for them. No. 
and even then, they, they, there's a there's a kind of a hint when when you speak to Nella earlier that there there's some extremist elements in that group as well. You get a choice to deliver the data either to the hand, which is the well newspaper news feed as they call it, or back to Baruti. So they say, um, you take it to Baruti or take it to Sully. And I was thinking, wait, who's Sully? <laughs> I don't. I didn't actually. I've not actually spoken to anyone called Sully at this point. Um, so, and, and I kind of they kind of when when they point you in the direction you realize it's the it's the hand the place that Reza works for but because I didn't really know them or was familiar with them I decided I'd stick with Baruti seeing as he was the one that asked me to investigate it in the first place something I now regret knowing the outcome you then return home to end the chapter the Assad general Hami that's his name he questions Vamon his specked Kian is still alive he warns Vamon that he better tell the truth or things will end badly for him. Yeah, so I've um when I gave the data to Baruti in the at the end of the last section and he walked away with it, I wrote in my notes, I don't have high hopes for Baruti's future. <laughs> and then immediately following that, then this general has this conversation where they kind of get into it and uh it looks like the general might be going to expose some of the dodginess that's going on and i've written i don't have high hopes for the general's future as well yeah vamon uh, maintains that kian is dead and uh, yeah. he does not seem to be happy with the situation no the general is really digging away at the facts here i did, I did also notice that everyone has a has a big scar on their face vamon has a big scar on his face the general has a big scar on his face and i wondered what are they doing are they just really bad at shaving well they have those really big swords that they carry around it just seems uh, seems unsafe also warriors in high positions usually do not get injured yeah well exactly officers i'm thinking yeah generally stay away from the action well not these guys no. You learn as the resistance as the, that the Asadi is rumored to be planning a raid. Kian and the rebels decide to warn the Magicals and learn more of the details of the raid. You also learn that Olivik has gotten Kian to start drinking. <laughs> yeah, Kian has um, grown out his, his hair and his beard at this point as well, so a bit of time has passed. He is also not as boring as he was just a chapter ago. Yeah, he seems to have settled into the resistance a little bit more, and he's a, he's a bit more chatty and friendly with the um, the bartender and the others. Uh, Alavik tells Kian to meet up with uh, the mysterious lady Anna before learning more of the raid. Anna lets you know that an Asadi officer is, as Kian puts it, magical. Yeah, which is another crime punishable by death. Yeah, so this this harkens back to the earlier comment that uh, sometimes the most kind of repressed are the ones that do the naughtiest things. Anna goes in for a kiss, and you can't choose to back away or not. So I, I find this really jarring, because as far as I'm concerned, we've met this person once or before. As far as Kian's concerned, that's accurate. Okay, yeah, because I wasn't sure, because some time had passed, and I wasn't sure if they'd had meetings in between. But as far as I know, we met this person for about 30 seconds, where she said, hi, I'm a kind of middle party here, bye. And now she's come and said, oh, by the way, there's some information you might want to know. Hey, do you fancy a kiss? (laughs) That's basically the the entirety of our relationship so far. It, It just seemed a little bit 
left field. It is. It's explained later, but uh, yeah, it, it's a bit forward of her. Yeah, I mean, I played along. I, I felt like he and deserved a bit of a bit of a break at this point, seeing as no one else likes him. You go to the mole to warn her of the impending raid. Uh, the mole already knows about it and is planning to leave Mercuria. She also plans to leave all the supplies to the resistance before leaving. She's a bit somber at this point. She basically says she's going to go and find a hole and lie down and wait for death, which is all a little bit downbeat. As far as she knows, she, she is the last of her species, so and she is very old. Uh, you find the location of the Asadi officer, but it is under guard. And I don't see why he can't just go there and punch out the guard, but instead he decides he needs to create a distraction. Yes, well, we've got, we've got to do some puzzles in the in the chapter. Some, you know, completely unnecessarily complex puzzles involving making young children do immoral things. Of course. Uh, you find Bip, who you recruit to help you. You need to steal fireworks from the sandwicher, who makes some really strange sandwiches. Yeah, this was quite an amusing section. So you have to distract her and ask for her to make sandwiches, including... Well, I, no- I noticed that the testicles was one of the ingredients. And uh, while she's making the sandwich and she's got her back turned, you encourage a young street urchin to steal some of the ingredients. To make fireworks. To make some fireworks. Uh, completely immoral, but yes. Although you do so your softer side, you can give him the sandwich. For an achievement. Uh, well, exactly, yeah. The sandwicher, she gives a warning that it might not be entirely safe to consume she tells you to find a doctor if you get some strange symptoms. It took me quite a few tries as well to get the timing right on her turning her back and getting Bip to steal the ingredients. So quite a few times she notices either me walking away and getting distracted or him sneaking up on the ingredients and she yells at either of us. But she has a very short-term memory because, you know, all you need to do is say, oh, can I still have my sandwich? And she'll go back to making it. And you can just keep doing that until you get it right. Yeah, it's almost like she wants you to steal the stuff. Yeah. There's then a, an, another inventory po- puzzle where you have to make the fireworks from the ingredients. Yeah, so Bip gives you a um, kind of a, a cryptic list of steps where she, he describes the ingredients in an unusual way and you have to figure out which ingredient he meets and combine them. Uh, immediately afterwards, you have Bip distract the guard with the fireworks. Yeah. So if it wasn't immoral enough that you've made a young child steal for you, you then put a live, potentially dangerous explosive in his hands and encourage him to... That you made very amateurly. <laughs> ...distract a guard. And we know that those these guards work for a state where they are pretty happy to execute people, including probably children. So you're potentially sending Bip to his death by doing this. <laughs> It all seems a little uh, immoral. Well, Kian has loosened up significantly. I mean, it's all played for kind of laughs and kind of jokes, but uh, there is an undercurrent of, what are you doing this for? Like you say, he could have just walked up behind the garden, bonked him on the head or something. Once inside, things get very dark. Yeah. You notice that the Asadi officer is not having a consensual affair at all. He has been molesting a young Dolmari girl. Yeah, emphasis on young. So this is where the tonal shifts really come in because you've just had some larks with with Bip and then, like you say, it gets very, very dark. Kian has a very reasonable 
reaction to the events and uh, decides to punch out the officer. Once the officer wakes up, you interrogate him. You can choose to torture him or just try to talk to get your the information you need. Yeah, so I didn't torture him. Uh, I I used my words, my strong words. I did. I also did not execute him. I I spared his life. He offers to uh, be a spy for the resistance. Yeah, I f- I figured using this information against him to make him a useful asset was better than just offing him. Although you know he deserves punishment for his horrendous crimes. I think letting him go. I mean, there's there's a risk he's going to get killed anyway by the Asadi when they find out. Either way, he's probably at risk of death and torture. The Asadi would not be happy to hear one of his actions. I think that I think that information makes him useful to have on the inside blackmailing. You learn that the raid is going to happen soon, and that all the magicals are either going to get killed or shipped off to the re-education camp. Kian finds Bip outside, who has uh, managed to trick the god into falling into a pile of poo. Yeah, back to back to jokes. Yeah, the tonal shifts here are... Yeah. Kian wants to protect Bip, but he refu- refuses to leave Mercuria. Yeah, and I've written my, my notes from earlier. I don't have high hopes for Bip's future <laughs> after he refused to join the resistance at the Enclave, knowing that the raids are coming. The scene switches to Vamon and Saya. Vamon intends to misdirect General Hami by botching the raid. He is... Uh, uh, the general is getting close to find out the truth about Kian's death, or not death, that he is still alive. Uh, Va- Vamon in- intends to kill a bunch of his own soldiers to make General Hami focus on the resistance instead of his investigation. Yeah, so again we're seeing these very tricksy background power plays and political shenanigans going on with these guys. And then it gets a little saucy. <laughs> it does. That uh, <laughs> yeah, so we know we know that they're in a in an illicit relationship, but it hasn't been as overt as this. And after their little back and forth, he makes a move with one with a line that uh, was quite memorable to me. I hope you're right. I always am. Come here. This is not the time. For- I'm as hard as Nigali steel. This is exactly the time. Memorable enough for me to share in the Discord. <laughs> Before things get too saucy, the scene changes and Kian reports to the resistance. Your choices uh, with the officer changes your relationship with Inu and Liko. Yeah, so I figured that because um, my, my decision to spare him made Liko, well, he already hated me. It made me, it made him really, really, really hate me and distrust me. He thought that maybe my decision to keep the guy alive was because I was still somehow loyal to them um, and, and was not loyal to the resistance. Uh, but Eno, on the other hand, was thought it was the, uh, the the kind of nobler decision, the better decision. And I, f- I figured if I'd done the other way, then I'd have a, a different response from either. Uh, that is exactly what would happen. I think this, this is the, the first time that I noticed that probably one of my choices would have a, an impact like a decent impact on the relationships and characters. The choices you do in this game are really strange. Things that you think are inconsequential turns 
out to actually change the story quite a bit and things that seem very important for some reason barely changes the story <laughs> so you mean the cheese soup is going to come back to bite me <laughs> <laughs> the sausage has actually done a lot of damage way more than i expected <laughs> the raid goes exactly as Vamon planned the magicals get killed or shipped off to the re-education camp and uh, he kills a bunch of his own soldiers yeah this section is um cutscene after cutscene after cutscene after after quite a lot of you know long play sequences uh we get like i guess 10 15 minutes of of like three or four different cutscenes well at least with your load times yeah definitely uh, this was a lot more pleasant to play on the x the load times were way shorter yeah, there's a short scene where crow with its uh, mother tana you don't know who crow is no well you but you're saying crow as though it's a name rather than just a crow I wrote a crow, <laughs> not not crow, but 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 the crow. That was the first time I noticed the crow, and then it does pop up a few more times in the chapter. So I, I figured it was an important character. The crow's actual name is that damn bird. <laughs> uh, there's another scene where Zoe is tempted to try the dream machine. She doesn't use it. Was your Zoe sleeping on the sofa at this point? Yes. Yeah. So that was the real nail in their relationship, I think. The fact that she's sleeping on the sofa. Uh, at this stage, I had to track down Baruti. And you enter the Social Democrats' headquarters for the first time. Not just stand outside in the alley. <laughs> and you find Baruti dead. Oh yeah, this was pretty intense. You get decrypted messages from him. that He wants you to deliver the data to the hand. Things are really bad. Way worse than he expected. Oh well, yeah, definitely. I mean, he basically repeats what Mira said about what the um, Social Democrats have been doing, or what Aminsk has been doing. But then he says the fateful words, rather than uh, going straight to authorities, he says, but before I do that, I'm going to have a chat with her so I can talk to her face to face and see what she has to say. And you just think, oh, you've sealed your fate right there. Don't don't talk to the enemy before you go to the authorities, because that just gives them an opportunity to kill you. Yeah, and the Watte Corp is probably the ones that are the actual authority at this point, so that wouldn't have helped either. I suppose, yeah. Yeah, I don't know where he would have gone. The journalists, I guess. Which is what he asks you to do. He asks you to get the data and deliver it to the hand. Uh, when you try to do so, Nella shows up and gives you a package. She acts very strange so Zoe is uh, worried about her and decides to follow her. Nella goes in and sees Baruti's body so I took this to mean that she was responding very badly to that discovery but what happens next suggests that she was planning on doing what happens next already because she's got obviously the tools. Yeah, Nella walks over to a bunch of eye operatives she primes a grenade and kills herself and a bunch of eye operatives and injures Zoe. It was uh, a shocking moment. And like I say, I, I wasn't clear if it was Baruti's death that pushed her over the edge or if this was a premeditated act. This happens either way. Which which seemed... I mean, I didn't know Nella all that well, but it seemed out of character because she, it seemed like she wasn't as extremist as some of the other Marxists that she talked about. But I guess things have pushed her over the edge. Yeah, we will get back to her motivations later and uh, we'll take that discussion then. I mean, no more cheese soup. That's the 
That's the big takeaway for me. No more illegal sausages either. <laughs> uh, this is where you get the decision roundup. Before that happened, I got a little short sequence, a very short sequence. After Zoe runs away from the grenade, it cut to what I think was Zoe in bed, in what looked like a hospital bed, which made me think I was right the whole time about her being in the coma the whole time. But it was so quick that I couldn't really digest it properly. But that kind of lent credence to my theory about them saying, wake up, wake up. Yeah, it, was, it was a very quick moment. Yeah, getting hit by a grenade. She is hurt rather bad. You saw her getting dragged off the street by someone and she, her face was all messed up. So she might be dead. I don't think that happened in... Because I ran. I don't think that happened for me. I think I got a different sequence. So I got her running and jumping and then it cut to white. And then I think it cut to her in the hospital bed. But I wasn't sure if that was after the explosion or if it was showing her in her coma state at the beginning of the game. We will see if she is still around in the next book. Book being the name of the episodes. After Zoe gets injured by the grenade, you get to see your choices from this book. For some reason... Just after that, the book 2 continues with another section with Saga. This is a few years later. She is a young girl with a very strange accent. Yeah, I couldn't pinpoint that because her dad has like a Gaelic accent, like Irish, I think. Her mum was quite English sounding uh, and she sounded to me at least kind of, well, (laughs) Scandinavian but you can correct me on that if that doesn't sound right. She did sound Scandinavian. Uh, feels like they just pulled in one of the kids to do the role. The developers are Norwegian. Ah, well, that would make sense. Well, it would make sense for that. It doesn't make sense for the narrative. <laughs> it kind of does, but yeah, you would think she would sound more like her father since her mother has been missing for many years. Yeah, that, that was kind of uh, an interesting thing because... Her mother is obviously not human and... Uh, Once again, bad relationship with their parents. Yeah. And then and then, then what follows is probably the most obnoxious side quest kind of set of puzzles in the whole game that I've experienced. Yeah, I, I mentioned that this is my least favorite section of the game. Yeah. You have to find... Your father asks you to collect drawings you've done and left all over the house. It doesn't help that this kind of feels very tertiary to the main plot like you're kind of invested in what's going on with kian and zoe at this point and these sections are well you're not really sure how they connect to anything so then spending a long time searching for drawings in a house without really knowing why is uh it's quite arduous to make things worse finding those nine drawings is a real pain without a guide yeah they are hidden really well And once you've found them, you need to arrange them in order. And that order is the story of the first game. (laughs) But if you haven't played the the early games, you have no idea. You know where to start and where to end because Saga tells you what is the first and the last. But the events in between is not explained at all. No, I was completely lost. So I found a good portion of the drawings myself with a bit of frustration. There were two that really evaded me. One was the one that's hidden in the table flap, 
which was, you know, just completely hidden from view. And the other was you're walking through the house and obviously you're opening doors and you go into her bedroom and you open the door to her bedroom. But I didn't think to then close the door from the other side because that's where the drawing was hidden. Because, you know, in most games you would never do that. You open the door and that's that. You don't think to close it from the other side. And then, yeah, the the order of the pictures, I just... I had to go to a guide. I just couldn't. And there's the, if it was four or five, you could brute force it. But there are so many possible combinations with nine. Fortunately, if you got any of them in the correct place, they stayed there. So you didn't have to redo it every time. But this is just... Saga is somehow connected to April Ryan. That's the only point that they tried to make. But this section is so obnoxious in many ways. Yeah, I'm glad... I got it done and don't have to do it for the next book. But I can tell you that this is probably the worst the game will ever be. So it's all it's all going to get better from here. Well, you mentioned that they were kind of releasing the chapters as they went along. And it feels like potentially, I don't know, I might be wrong, that in response to the first chapter, maybe they thought, oh, we need to put more, more puzzles in. So then you've got these three or four fetch quests, like going around looking for items, looking for objects, you know, looking for vents, looking for keys, looking for hidden uh, encryptions, and then looking for drawings. <laughs> but then I'd imagine people then said, no, no, too much, too much. <laughs> so then they scale back on it. Yeah, I think that this book had barely any puzzles at all. It was just inventory management. Yeah, it was looking for stuff for your inventory, basically. And then, and then putting them together. Yeah, there were no good puzzles in this chapter. There were a lot of things that happened, some of them quite interesting, but uh, the actual gameplay was not great. And as you mentioned, the load times when going to the larger areas are rather bad. They are not as annoying on the 1X, but on the original one, they can be really bad. I'm definitely getting more invested in the two storylines though and kind of where they're going well the three storylines but one of them might be over now yeah the main ones once saga puts together the story from the first game uh, it opens a portal or a shift and she goes through it like poor i feel bad for her her dad his wife went missing and now presumably his daughter is missing as well yeah and he's making fish and chips which she demanded and you can tell that saga's father is uh, not feeling very well he is rather sad but he tries to keep a face for her for his daughter yeah i felt, I felt a bit sorry for the guy and for some reason there was also a, um, a thing that um he basically that she he keeps her protected in the house because she mentions she never gets out she never goes out saga is trapped in the house between worlds she is not allowed to leave yeah so it's kind of a sad situation. She also seems to be immune to fire. She puts her hand in the fireplace at one point. So yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing where the stories go next. And I think that from here on out, you're going to have a pretty good idea of things. Uh, they're not going to throw a bunch of old stuff that you have no idea about. Right now you have a foundation to go on. Yeah, I feel like I'm... Um quite grounded in the different storylines and the narratives now enough that i can follow along mostly there's a few question marks and mysteries that i don't really understand but it's a, it's not clear if those are 
because I don't know what's happened before or just because they're mysterious and they'll reveal them. There's a lot of things that are mysterious for people who have played the previous games as well. It's very, very dense. Yeah, and uh, it, it seems to be mostly juggling it quite well and balancing it. But like I say, like I would, I would hate to play through like a few of these chapters and then go away from the game for a while and then come back to it because it would be very hard to pick up again with so many different threads and mysteries all hanging at once. You can imagine how people felt to play the previous game in 2006 and then went to this. Gosh, yeah. Well, even your recap, even your recap was brain-boggling in how much detail there was from the first two games. That recap mentioned the major events. There were still a lot of things that I didn't mention. I, I did. I did realize in the saga segment that she was describing the events from the previous games purely because she mentioned a man on wheels. And I remembered in your recap that uh, one of the characters, the side characters from the previous game, was an obnoxious man in a wheelchair. Uh, on a bike. On a bike, yeah. Any ideas where this is going? You think that Zoe is in a coma still? It's a nice idea, and I feel like they're, they're kind of teasing. That's a possibility. But I think that might be a red herring. I think what they talk to, when they mean, mean to talk about waking up, I think it's more a metaphorical sense. I think it's about her taking more positive actions uh, and, and going into the dream world, uh, the land, you know, and, and fulfilling her destiny rather than um, actually physically waking up. Yeah, for Zoe to fulfill her destiny, she she means well, but she everything she touches falls apart, as you've noticed. Yeah, so far she has basically single-handedly exposed the Social Democrats, destroyed the political party, got her friend and colleague murdered, uh, ruined her relationship, not done very well at her job, asked for a day off when Mira has explicitly told her she can't really have one, and got herself nearly blown up. Yeah, it's going well. I feel the key on this upward trajectory. I feel like his storyline is helped by the characters around him being quite interesting and enigmatic so his interactions with Lico and and you know the mole and Enu and all of those they kind of make it more interesting and kind of bring him out a little bit more as a character uh, but Zoe Zoe's interactions aren't quite as interesting Mirror and Shitbot have been great but uh, kind of I liked Sully as well I never I never talked to Sully I missed him completely uh, um so I haven't, I haven't experienced that. He's a rather minor character, but he is always fun to talk to. And Saga? Oh, no idea. Uh, you, you, you've gotten too little information about her. Too, yeah, there's nothing. As far as I know now, she's been teleported into another realm. But I'm not even sure where her timeline fits in the, in the main timeline. Because we've seen two different time periods. But presumably, she's not a child now. So more time, I assume, must pass in her life before she links up. For all I know, she's a character we've already met. She might be. You know, grown up. She could be... Ah, she could be Anna. Could she be Anna? Mm, Interesting. Well, there will be answers and there will be even more questions for next time. Looking forward to it. Have a nice day, everyone. Bye-bye.